Hello, it is Thursday, January 24th, and today's a fucking, it's a great show. Taylor Lewan comes in here. I don't know how you feel about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of reaction on the internet whenever I announced he was on today's show. Some people called him a douche. He responded to those people, told them they're not entirely wrong. <laughs> but I think you're going to enjoy Taylor Lewan after today. We talked to him about everything. Mm-hmm. He talks about the Josh Norman scuffle. He talks about what happened to him where he had to go to court back in Michigan, which is a pretty big deal. Yep. Talks about the Titans, the Super Bowl. And by the way, he's a fucking hilarious guy. He's real. He hilarious human. Terrible cell phone. You'll hear that. <laughs> I had to go after him a little bit. He's six foot seven, 310 pounds. <laughs> Anyways, today's show is brought to you by, and then the boys and I get into everything. I tell a couple of stories about the Senior Bowl, which is happening this weekend, which I played in, the Pro Bowl, same thing. Also, I'm going out to Phoenix for WWE this mm-hmm. weekend, NXT TakeOver pre-show. I'm t- today's a good show. Mm-hmm. I, I don't say this often, but today is a good show. That's right. I like today's show. It's good. <laughs> I, I am now that we're done with it, I'm like, yeah, I like today's show. Mm-hmm. You're in for a treat. And we couldn't do it without our presenting sponsor, SeatGeek. We have a special discount for the Super Bowl. You can get $300 off Super Bowl tickets right now with code PAT300. That's $300 off Super Bowl tickets with code PAT300. You can use this even if this is not your first SeatGeek order. So if you're already a SeatGeek user, SeatGeek buyer, go ahead and add in the PAT300 special and get a Super Bowl ticket to $300 off. As always, you can use $10 off your first SeatGeek purchasing with code PAT. So... I'm not sure if this is happening, but you could potentially be getting $310 off if both codes are working, if it's your first code. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's possible. I could be lying completely. SeatGeek didn't tell me to say that, so if it's not right, don't sue them. You can sue me for 10 bucks. Hey, might as well try it out. Yeah, don't sue me, by the way. You just gave it a shot. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. It's $310 off your first SeatGeek purchase if it's Super Bowl tickets. $10 off if it's your first purchase for anything else. Pat... 300. SeatGeek's the best. They pull millions of tickets from all of the web and grades them 0 to 10 so you know if you're getting a good deal. So if you're a high roller, use code PAT300 and get yourself some Super Bowl tickets with $300 off and get that mega discount. If not, use code PAT for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Even if you're not going... Even if you're not going, buy those tickets and resell them. Mm -hmm. Getting $300 at least, hopefully. We'll see. Maybe the money even goes up by that. Yeah. Pat 300. That's a great deal. PAT, the number's 300. Shout out to SeatGeek for keeping this thing going. Also, this company and I have just started really doing our thing together, but it's been providing a lot of fun for me, a lot of fun for people. People have been winning $1,000 on my uh, prop contest. Yeah. So Action Network has become something that has been my tag team partner in the sports gambling world. They release articles every single day telling you what good bets are, what bad bets are, what the money's on, what the money isn't on. You can become an educated gambler with one app and one app alone, and that's the Action Network. Right now, the Action Network is also doing prop contests where you can win money. My prop contest for the Super Bowl will be launching next week. I'll ask you five simple questions about the game, little prop bets. Like, will a 50-yard field goal or longer be made in the Super Bowl? I'll give you what I think, and then you give your answer. Will the longest punt be over 50 yards in the Super Bowl? I'll give you what I think. You just give your answer. It's a simple thing. takes less than a minute to do, and you could potentially win $1,000. Find out who the Sharps are betting in every single game. Find out where the smart money's going. Get insider analysis and betting tips. Possibly win $1,000 on prop contests. Exclusive data to help you find your next win. Real-time odds with 50-plus sportsbooks. Premium in-app features like money percentage, line movement alerts, and parlay tracking. And also, when you place your bet, it goes right in there, and you can follow all of your bets 
bets up to date. Green Dot City is what we're looking for, and it will happen if you read the Action Network and get a little bit of intel on what you're gambling on. I love the Action Network, and I love being an Edge Premium member. That's right. Become a better better through Edge Premium content where you get even more information to gamble on. Everything I just stated only comes through one fashion, and that's the Edge Premium content from Action Network. Shout out to Action Network. Shout out to SeatGeek. Let's get this thing started. I'm excited for you all to listen. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now from the Pro Bowl. That's right. This is an elite human, an elite specimen. He is a three-time Pro Bowler. He was a two-time first-team All-American in college where he went to Michigan. Three-time first-team All-Big Ten, two-time Big Ten Offensive Lineman of the Year. Every award you could possibly get this dude has gotten included a hilarious human award, Mm -hmm. which he's proved time and time again, both on the internet and on interviews. And hopefully today, he is one of the greatest hockey fans in the history of hockey fans with the the Predators Diner in Nashville. Ladies and gentlemen, six foot seven, 310 pound left tackle for the Tennessee Titans, Taylor Luan. Thank you. Thank you, folks. Electrostatic to be here. Thank you for having me, Pat and the boys. I'm excited. Hey, we're excited to have you. Uh, I reached out to you this morning because I know you're down to Pro Bowl. I should come on. You made some time. How has the Pro Bowl been? This isn't your first time down there, but what is it like each year? Are you excited to be among the NFL's greats? Yeah, this is. I literally tell everybody all the time. This is the best. This is the best week in the NFL. Every, it beats everything. I haven't been to the Super Bowl yet, so I'll tell you when that happens. But for right now, the Super Bowl is the single best time. For any player, when I hear that guys just don't go just because, I get upset. Unless you're Tom Brady, you do whatever you want, Tom Brady. I honestly believe like these guys come in here, they have no ego, they just relax, have a good time. Everyone's excited to see each other. You swap ghost stories, football stories, everything, and you, you make some friends along the way. That's all that really matters. Okay, who is somebody that you have befriended at a Pro Bowl that you did not expect? I'll get. I'll give mine. J.J. Watt sat next to me in the locker room of the Pro Bowl. He had no clue about me at all before the Pro Bowl thing. By the end of it, I feel like we are on good terms. If we see each other, there's a full dap up. We are friends. Nobody would have guessed me and J.J. Watt become friends there. Also, Martellus Bennett, another guy. Marty B. and I became friends. It's a wow. cool... Yeah, yep, no big deal. <laughs> How about you? Anybody that you made that made friends that uh, you would have never guessed? Well, I've never been, I've never been a, a Watt family fan. So I've uh, I didn't know what to expect. And yesterday, <laughs> I actually sat next to TJ Watt during the team like the, the welcome like you know the little introduction thing where it's five minutes and the coaches make a bunch of bad jokes. Oh you yeah. No, you're the welcoming party. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there. Alejandro Villanueva like grabs him, grabs me, pushes us together, and we like did like the offer like hey, how you doing kind of thing. And then uh, fast forward 15, 20 minutes, and uh, he's not half bad. <laughs> I think I might have been wrong about the Watt family this whole time. It's so hard. The jury's still out on JJ, but I think TJ, he's not half bad. He's not half bad. You know, I can understand the Watt family hate. I think they could come off as a group of hardos, basically a group of hardos. Uh, maybe uh, yeah, especially for an that might be the perfect. That might be the perfect thing to call them. I think <laughs> call them but after you meet them, you realize that they're just incredibly, like JJ was incredibly nice to me. He didn't have to be, and I'm happy to hear TJ is the same. Uh, that opening speech for the Pro Bowl, 
uh, when I went, it was in Arizona, and they gave us a speech about uh, prostitutes being in town. Uh, so watch yourself, because the Super Bowl was there the week later. Warren Sapp got busted. I guess he wasn't at the opening meeting. Those opening Pro Bowl meetings are something that are truly special. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that happens. Yep. I think a couple years back, uh, I'm sitting in I'm sitting in a meeting, and we get, we get pulled up before a, we went to practice, if that's what you want to call it. And they, they're like, hey, just want you to know some guy – NFL player, and he's not a pro bowler, but he got roofied Jesus. and got a bunch of jewelry stolen. And I'm like looking around, like, like who, who is this guy? Who, what, what happened? I, I never found out who it was, but I mean, that that stuff's out there. They're, they're, they're out to get you, and I'm, I'm, it's terrifying to be honest. It, I'm, 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 I fear for my life every single day. Okay, you mocked the practices because they were a joke whenever I was there as well. This upcoming game, normally the people that are trying to get the MVP in the truck are DNs. So at left tackle, you're going to have to actually play. This is how do you handle the Pro Bowl? Do you make agreements yeah. before plays, before the game? How do you go about handling the whole situation? So, like when I in the season, what I do is I try to figure out as much as I can about the opponent I'm playing. And then use that. I figure out his mom's name. Does he have siblings? <laughs> what can I use to, to get kind of get him going a little bit? In the Pro Bowl, it is the exact opposite. I'm I'm shaking hands, kissing babies. How are you doing? What's your, what's your favorite meal? Do you want me to grab you something? <laughs> and then we get to the game. We get to the game. I give him a wink, and I'm like, Hey, bud, do you want like what do you like? How do you want to do this? I'm, I give him like a Hey, it's a pass on this one. And then you really figure out what these guys are about. But there's there's always a couple of guys that go super hard. First person that really comes to mind, Michael Bennett, absolutely goes hard in the paint every year. And, but yeah, those Diaz, man, they want that. Uh, and it's not a truck anymore. It's, it's a Hyundai Genesis. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think any of those guys are driving a Hyundai Genesis. It's car of the year. Hey, what a, so bad. hey, what a dream, though, for offensive linemen for the NFL to make that announcement. Like, uh, the winner of the MVP of the Pro Bowl will be getting a Hyundai Genesis. Every D lineman is like, I don't want a fucking Hyundai Genesis. Good for you. You just, you honestly sit there and you just, you feel the room just go, ah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get anything. Like, you don't get like any extra money or anything. You get, I mean, you might get a cool trophy, but like, I, I don't see that. This to me, this week is all about just having a good time. This, it's that's the only thing that matters to me. You do some media stuff. You hit Universal Studios. You hit Disney World with everybody. It's it's a blast. Okay, so you try to learn everybody's name, uh, their family's name, their mom's name. You talk an excessive amount of shit during the game and also after the game. That situation with you and Josh Norman is one of my favorite situations in the history of football. I don't know how you, I don't know how you maintained your cool through that whole thing. The uh, the whole situation was I didn't go over there out of my own egotistical attitude. I went over there because I thought that he was trying to hurt Derrick Henry during the four minute drill. If you watch one of the plays, we actually run to the left, which is a very smart coaching call, and we go we get five six yards. And uh, Josh, Josh Norman hits the ground with him or whatever and starts pulling his leg and, and, and gator rolling the whole thing. So I went over uh, there after the game, gave him a little shit, shot his little bow and arrow at him, the cute little celebration that he does. And then, uh, and to me, that was it. We were, it, it was done. You know what I'm saying? Like, Derek didn't get hurt. Hey, don't do that type of thing. We moved on. And now he's jumping on Colin and all this different stuff talking about me and you know pat if i want if he, if he wants to get a hold of me it's easy to get my number if you're in the nfl long enough you can get anybody's phone number if you want to give me a call have a conversation you know meet up we'll play checkers and we'll figure the whole thing out i i, I don't care but like it's it's gotten out of hand at this point i feel like we just he, he needs to move on 
Well, so I respect the fact you went over there and let him know, like, hey, that type of shit ain't going to fly. I respect that's your job as an offensive lineman. Whenever I tweeted out how savage it was, I mean, you did the the violin thing. You, you are a savage on a football field. It's awesome. <laughs> when I tweeted that out, though, we had a bunch of people. I, I had a bunch of people respond saying, uh, like, if Taylor wanted to kill him, he could kill him. And obviously, and then you get people underneath, like, oh, just because he's big, he can fight. I'm like, no, just because he's a fucking NFL offensive lineman <laughs> is probably why he can fight. I, I'm, I'm just guessing there. NFL offensive lineman, has this always been the goal, the dream? Have you been a huge guy your whole entire life? Uh, I, yeah, I've always, like, I was like a tall, lanky cat. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I've always been like super tall, like the tallest kid in my class, but I was always like that kind of, I looked like Mike from Monsters, Inc. You know what I'm saying? Circular body, skinny arms, skinny legs. Like there was, there was a, not a lot, like, you know, like 13 year old, 14, 15 year old, Lawan wasn't slaying by any means. But, uh, you know, I, I, my senior year, things started to function better and, uh, I became an offensive lineman. Literally did not play offensive line until my senior year. And it was, uh, it, it took off. I got a scholarship offer from Utah State. I looked at my coach. I was like, this means I'm going to the NFL. <laughs> that's not how it works you don't get it you don't get it coach and that was that was kind of it but yeah i was i was kind of way bloomer. i had that like shaggy hair with like with like the curly the pig curls in the front and i wore like right in front of my eyes i wore like metal militia t-shirts i was i was a, oh. I was kind of a kid not gonna lie i would honestly i would go to like i rode dirt bikes like i would roll over to like target and they'd be like half smoked cigarettes. And I think it was like super cool, like smoke a half smoked cigarette at like 13, 14 years old. <laughs> Looking back on it, obviously not not the best life choices, Pat, but yeah, we're here now and that's all that matters. Hey, listen, if it wasn't for those choices, you wouldn't be the man you are today. Mm-hmm. So that is, it's a part of the story. And the Taylor Lewan story is one where you go to Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is always talked about as being good, but then nothing ever really happens. Vrabel comes in there as a coach. All of a sudden, there's an entire new mentality. You get rich, have one of the most electric boss hog press conferences after getting rich of all time, and then become a leader of that team. The Titans are trending in the right direction. It has to feel good after all these years. It definitely feels good. I mean, first year going 2-14, and 14, but next year going 3-13. and 13. Michael Ruse is the left, left tackle before me. I literally called him. I was like, dude, how did you do this for 10 years? This is out of hand. I, two years in the NFL, won five games. I was like, this is ridiculous. Not to mention this, the nicest guy in the world, Andrew Luck. We literally haven't beat him. He's 11-0 and now against us. It, it's, it's a tough world out there, man. But I think we're, tra- we're definitely trending in the right direction. How, what has Vrabel done? What has Vrabel done to change that team? It seems like he's just a he, not a hard nose, but he's like a relatable hard nose OG type of guy in the in the locker room. And it feels like now, granted, he probably had to win you over to win over the whole locker room, but he definitely has you on his side. It seems like the team is behind him and rally behind him. That's a huge deal. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think when I mean he played fourteen years in the league, so you already respect that enough. But like he's young and he comes in, he wears this this stupid chest pad to give him padding and he literally runs he runs drills with me like he's like yeah now i want you to base block me i'm like well get get your face out of it and he's like you know he's hardo he's like oh i'm good you, know, you just you just put your, you put your face in i'll get out of the way and i'll really drive block this guy i do individual drills with him sometimes instead of the online coach and I'm, I'm i'm hurting a little bit worse than i'm with the whole boys doing the line with them the guy i mean he's got an intensity about him but he brought the whole coaching staff in that way you know, the, the cornerback coach, I swear to God, his veins are made of coffee. Like, I have not seen that man <laughs> of coffee in his hands since we've met. Might be it's, having it's, that. It's hard to be around. Hey, I'll tell you what, that Dolphins offensive line coach might be uh, for traveling to further places into Nashville. You never know. You never know. Uh, no doubt. No. Hey, I mean, everyone needs to pick me up, right? Everyone has a fight. 
you go for it, bud. Hey, I'm not, I'm not a judgmental fella. You know what I'm saying? You, got, you like a little nose candy? They teach his own. Okay. Uh, you're a Michigan man. Uh, obviously a great school, kind of in a questionable time with their football team. But the guy who is going to be known as the greatest football player of all time is from Michigan. He's playing in a rather large game next Sunday in Atlanta. How do you see the Super Bowl going from your professional standpoint? Man, that's a tough one. That's a hard question because I think anybody who is in the right frame of mind knows you never bet against Brady, ever, ever, ever. And then I hear him talking. I hear this uh, story come out. He, like, pulled the team together and said that the reason why we're going to win on Sunday is because I'm the baddest motherfucker on the earth. On the planet. On the planet. As soon as I heard that, as soon as somebody told me that story, I didn't didn't even fact check it. I said, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) I literally sat back in my chair. It's wild. I'm I'm a huge fan of the left tackle for the Rams. Huge fan of Andrew Whitworth. He is an unbelievable dude. Like, he is an awesome guy. You guys should have him on if you haven't already. He's amazing, but Man, you can't bet against Brady. It's just yeah, I, 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 I don't really gamble that much. I don't have a bookie, but if I did, I'd put it all on Brady every single time. I'm going TB12. As soon as I heard that I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet, I, I bet on the Patriots three times. Max bet three times on him. Plus, mu- dude, what else are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> what, like literally every time. Like even at the Super Bowl when there was like two minutes left in the fourth when they were playing the Eagles, I was like, yeah, they got it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it didn't go there. You know what I'm saying? Like never, never count on Brady and like. People kind of question it, and then ever since that 28-3 to thing with the Falcons went down, it's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Who's- and it's different, too, because you, you play against amazing football players all the time. When we play the Patriots, like, and Tom walks on the field, it's like he's gliding. It's like he's like on a magic, a lattice magic carpet coming onto the field. You're like, oh, my God. These guys are the most poison in the entire world. What, what is going on? It's wild. <laughs> Let alone Bill Belichick stand on the sideline with that good football. Where's the same hoodie? Uh, dude, I think I, st- I still think he was sticking it to the NFL when he wore his hat, the tassel cap. He wore the new era thing straight with the hood up on top, not the Patriots and not the NFL logo. I, I honestly, wow. Bill, Bill Belichick doesn't do anything by accident. I think that was on purpose. I think people should investigate a little bit. Last question for you, Taylor. Before we, the room has a couple questions for you. The boys got a couple questions for you. Who's, I love it. I love the boys. Yeah, good. Hey, for the boys, you guys picked that up. I, I like what you guys are doing uh, over there. Um, I'm begging it. <laughs> uh, who's the hardest defensive end pass rusher? that you've gone against where you had to – with I know you probably talk shit in every game, but who's somebody by the end of it you were like, God damn, this guy – everything they say about this guy has lived up to the hype? Oof. That's a tough one because – Say it. I'm say good it. at football. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm totally just kidding. Uh, I honestly – There's good pass rushers in the league, but there's like, like five – I'd say like maybe the ten, probably more like in the seventies that are just like truly elite. Like those Khalil Mack guys, those Vaughn Millers, hate to say it, JJ Watson there too. But I think one guy I played against and I was like, Yeah, this dude this dude's real deal is uh last year we played the Raiders, I think it was the first game of the year, and we played Khalil Mack. The dude just he just he just gets it, man. Like he is so good, his balance is insane, like he's so good at turning the corner, his inside move, he's got so much power. There's really no way to really defend him. Like he's, it's like it's like those guys you talk about. Like yo, you can't beat him. You can, you can't. And like okay, it's super cliche. This guy's that. Him, 
and Vaughn, man, those two guys are they're uh, they're electric. They're really, really, really good football. So it's it's, it's tough. It's always uh, fun, but it's tough. Do you talk shit to them? You you like I never like go into a game like I'm gonna say this term and I'm gonna say that. Like what I do is like I'll I'll lay like a I'll plant a seed. Like I'll 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 pass block a guy. I'll get I'll have a really good rep against him. I'm like yeah, that's the way you want it, did it, bud. And I'll kind of like jog off. And if he wants to stir the pot back, that's when it's, it's on. It is it's a, it's a chirp back and forth the entire game. Like what we're but if he doesn't really say he's like. Where the fuck are you, man? Hey, I think Khalil Mack and Von Miller are beating the fuck out of your service right now. You're dropping out like Jason Witten every fifth word. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Just right now. Nice. Am I, am I better now? I literally haven't moved. This might be your guys' fault. That <laughs> <laughs> might be. All right, the boys have some questions for you, Taylor. Hey, Taylor, uh, I have a feeling this guy is you, but outside of you, who lights up the locker room? The entertainer of the team always never fails to, to crack you and everybody else up. Dude, Will Compton is – he's easily, like, the funniest dude on the team, hands down. Like, if you guys have a chance to follow him on social media, like, it's, it's pure comedy every single time. He's, the, he's always, like, that classical one white guy, one defensive white guy on the, on the team. And he just like he brings the whole team together. Like he is one of those dudes that just keep all the boys going the, all the time. But he's he's hilarious, man. He's he's fun to be around. Nice. I just followed him. I hope he, I literally <laughs> just followed him. I'm excited it's to see a solid him. recommendation. Uh, Digzy. I'm on, he's he's at the Pro Bowl with me right now, and he's gonna be like, I'm looking up the phone, and be like, Yo, uh, Pat Mack, just follow me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Taylor, I just want to let you know, I saw the Titans put out a tweet of you wearing this gray hat. And I needed to have it, so I drove four hours down to Nashville with a picture of you and went into a hat store. And I walked in the store, and I showed them a picture of this hat. They're like, oh, yeah, that's Taylor. It's Taylor's and Taylor's hat, and they gave me the exact same hat. I just You made him a hat guy. What hat is it? It's like a gray like Stetson. It's like a flat brim, and it has a nice, like... Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're slaying it. You're slaying it out there. Where are you guys at? You guys are in Indiana? Where are you guys at? Yeah, Indianapolis. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a guy wear a Stetson flat-brimmed hat up there, but you stick out like a sore thumb there, don't Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, it, does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, but um, what my question, no, what's our next what? hat? Hey, every, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, and I'm proud you went to Nashville, got you some style points, came back up, and now it's setting the trend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wear it probably three it. or four times a week, to be honest with you. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Well, yeah, he'll go, really, he'll go I'll, scarf I'll with go that, that fucking hat. hat. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I said he'll go scarf with that hat here in India. It's like a whole new fucking ball game here in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, how many compliments do you get on that thing? Uh, there's a lot of compliments. There's also a lot of not compliments. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's up in the air. It's yeah. up in the air. Not everybody's going to love what you do. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll go and like we'll go to games, like away games or whatever, or like home games, and every single outfit I always put that hat on. And my wife is like, through literally... You're killing the hat. Like, you need to put it away. I, I'm obsessed with the damn thing. I get it's a very awesome. similar reaction from the girlfriend. But you know what? I don't care. I don't care. It's great. I love it, man. I love it. Be you. I, I love it. And I, feel like, I feel like in 2019, 2018, everyone's trying to be somebody or not. I'm glad there's somebody like you out there taking some liberties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because of you. So, I mean, I think you should take credit for what he's doing, too. You're, you're a trendsetter all of a sudden. Uh, Nick Moraldo, next guy. Taylor, uh, everyone I think on the planet has seen the clip of you and the rest of the boys at the Nashville Predators game chugging beers mm. in the playoffs and the stands there. Oh, yeah. uh, were you always a hockey guy, or did you get into it because of Nashville and the success they've had? 
So my, my dad's from like, uh, he's from Minnesota. And so he played hockey growing up. His whole life. My brother played juniors for hockey. And I was like some trash, like eight year old hockey player. I was actually terrible. But like, I always grew up watching hockey like that. And I know like my wife's from Canada. Her brother played juniors hockey. Like it's been around now. And when we had the opportunity to go up there, I remember the first time we did it before, like I, I brought a catfish and all the boys were like, I don't know, man, should we do this? Should we not? And then, Finally, I was like, well, we're doing this, boys. Like, we're going to get up there, <laughs> and beers, and we're going to have a good time with it. That's what we're doing. So everybody jumped on board, and it's, it was awesome. Like, the, 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 it was a good time. They brought us back a second time. Then I think we did the, the catfish beer luge thing, which was disgusting. I think I was sick for two and a half weeks. That. <laughs> 1,000% worth it. It was absolutely worth it. And this next one, if they bring us back one more time, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do, but I have an idea that I think will just top everything. Oh, <laughs> you got a little something for the predator fanhood out there. I'm excited for it. The Marcus Mariota. A little, I just every, everything's premeditated. Everything is premeditated. Marcus Mariota. I don't. I think the first time I saw it, he wasn't. I don't know if he was excited that you guys were just slamming beers, or he wasn't a part of it. Now it seems as if he's like all in with it. it was there a little bit of hesitancy yeah. from Marcus because he is the face of the franchise at the time, and you guys are shirtless, <laughs> slamming <laughs> beers in the stands? He's the best. The best in Spain. Like the guy wakes up in the morning three thirty, no question. Like absolutely three thirty. Mountain of a man. It should just touch both sides of the room. You have the worst. Hey, you have the worst phone in history of phones. You got the new razor. You have the worst. We do this again. Yeah, you said Marcus woke up at three thirty and then complete silence. Yeah, now you guys are gone. Huh? We weren't talking. Are we back? We're here. What? I hope you guys were not live. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I was excited to hear what you were saying there, though, and you dropped out. Marcus wakes up at 3.30? <laughs> no, Quentin Spain. Oh. And he's, a, he's just a big man. He thought it was the greatest idea in the world. So we're like, yeah, you go for it. You do it. Yeah, the first time we what happened was is the Predators wanted Marcus to come. And Marcus was like, ah, bring the O-line too and all. No. And then the O-line, we kind of just stole the show. But like, <laughs> Marcus, he was definitely like that. He's like, he's the DD. He definitely watches over us. He's got like that, that you don't want to disappoint here. And uh, I think the first time he was a little like, okay, what is going on? What, what do we get ourselves into? And then ever since then, man, he's been awesome. Like, he, he's bought in. He's had some ideas. He throws stuff out of me. So. It was a uh, Marcus is all about. It. He's definitely for the boys. All right, so nice. this is what I think we do. I think everybody takes their shirts off this time, and you drink a beer off of the fish. I think that's oh. that's like what Marcus is saying to the audience. Yeah. All right, next time you guys did okay that last time, but I'm thinking next time we got to drink a beer off the fucking fish. It's <laughs> awesome. You guys crushed it out there. Best hockey fans probably out there right now. This next guy's name is Gorman. He's very old. He used to live in Nashville. Yeah, and and when he was on my my show, oh oh, I first went at my old show. His like we second flex, okay. second week in chip. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. Sorry, just go. I didn't hear. You it. wouldn't Stan- understand it. No, 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 no. Yeah, and, and stand still. Quit pacing. All right, stand still for this question. I'm I'm sitting in the same chair. I haven't moved. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> anyway, Matt Lafleur. A lot of people were shocked. Oh, great Ma- question. Matt Lafleur. A lot of people were shocked. Like, wait, 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 wait. They didn't exactly light up the scoreboard. The Titans, good team, and everything. What's your take on that when they're handpicking your OC to be head coach of the Green Bay Packers? Matt LaFleur. 
I think every I think every assistant coach wants to be a head coach at some point in their life, so I can't be mad at the guy for leaving. But uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed. A little disappointed when he headed out the door. I think we had a good thing going. But when I found out that we got Arthur Smith for our OC, dude, where I'm, I'm fired up. That guy is he he should be on the show. Like he he is an absolute. He's a bros bros bro. He's the man. Oh, I like a bros. Bros, yeah. bros for the lads is what the Brits call that. Um, <laughs> Zito uh, is one of the most intelligent humans on earth. He has a question. Uh, Mr. Lawan, uh, how far in advance did you uh, plan the Boss Hog outfit? Great question. That's a good question. Um, I thought okay. about it when I made my first Pro Bowl. I was like, Yo, you might get paid, buddy. <laughs> so honestly like I, I had the idea in my head for a little bit and what I wanted to do was I wanted to pull up like I thought like you know you'll get paid like the day before camp you'll pull up to camp I was going uh, to show up in that like convertible all white mm-hmm. white interior yes. with the, the steer horns Cadillac DeVille <laughs> that long yes. one with with the outfit on oh. but I was like two days into camp by the time I saw so I, like six, seven weeks before, there's this place in Nashville called Stitch that I go to. I looked at him and was like, I need an all-white suit, three-piece, make me look like this guy. <laughs> and I didn't go old-school Boss Hog. I went uh, Reynolds. I went Bill Reynolds oh, Boss yeah, Hog. Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was probably the best decision I've ever made. Do you still rock that suit? I, I got I got to hang it up. I'm afraid to bust it back out because yeah. the first game we played in the NFL, I got knocked out. See my words a little bit. Hey, the thought of him talking to himself at his first Pro Bowl, like in the bathroom, you know, he wakes up first morning of the Pro Bowl, I got to go to a meeting, looks in the mirror. I'll tell you what, Taylor, you're about to be fucking rich. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not going to lie, that's exactly how it went. Too. Yeah. I was like, All right. I think, we, I think we did it, boys. I thought, like, after the first one, like, they're, they're going to call. The Titans are going to call tomorrow. Didn't figure out that's not how it works. Like sitting there for three months, like, okay, they, do they, they want me to? <laughs> uh, it was cool, man. The whole situation's awesome. Next question's from a guy from Boston. He's a diehard Brady fan. Uh, his name's Connor. Uh, Taylor, how are you? I am a diehard Brady fan. As a guy from Michigan, oh. do you think they got to get rid of uh, Harbaugh? Because every year it seems they're close, but they're Good never question. actually close to the national championship. I, I, I literally, the, the last time I was in Michigan was for courts. Like, I haven't even been to a game since. Uh, <laughs> like, Harbaugh, Harbaugh's rad. I, don't, I, don't, I know nothing about the guy. I bandwagon this year. And uh, I, they're, they're trending in the right direction. I think that Shea Patterson kid, he's, he's going. This, you know, I, we, were, we were doing awesome all year, and then we played Rutgers, and we played, like, Indiana, and things did not go well. And then Ohio State, I was betting house. The, I mean, obviously, I was betting the maximum $250 bet you can with the NFL based on the, the rules. Of course. With anybody that was willing to take it, of course. <laughs> and uh, I, I ended up losing $250. I was pissed. So you think you should be fired? $250? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I think, I think a little patience. Like, he's been there, what, three, four years now? Of course. Of course. Give him a year, two years, and then you'll figure it out. I mean, you got to get it like you have to have consistency at quarterback. You have to have the defense play good all of the year, not just 10 games. And then the, the receiving core and stuff like that. I mean, there, there were some balls I could have brought down earlier in that game that, that would have changed the whole thing. Um, what Did you win your court case, though? How did we do there? Yeah, I took a, I took a plea deal. We, we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was actually with, like, an Ohio State thing, like, right after my senior year. It kind of killed my draft, honestly, but... 
hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're going to tell a good fucking story, you need to. We need to hear this. Hold on. I mean, you're just you you you're breaking up there. We need that thing glued to your face. What happened? You're an Ohio State fan. It hurt your draft stock. This is this is the makings for a story that I should hear. No, so I was in uh, I was at Michigan, obviously, and it was like the Ohio State game ended. We lost. It was like forty-three to forty-two. We went for it for a two-point conversion to win the game. I remember that. And we didn't get it. Heartbreak Hotel, right? Population. I go back to the go back to my uh, my house or whatever I'm staying at, and I'm drinking some hams. And we decided we're going to go out. The girl I was dating at the time, my my brother, and a, and a buddy from, from from high school. We end up going to this place called the Brown Jug. It's a fun little bar. They do karaoke night on Sundays, and I like to get my gang dancing. A little singing. Mm-hmm. And we go out there, and some citizen jag off with a with a big microphone in his mouth, yelling at a. He's a Ohio State fan. He's yelling how Michigan sucks. Doesn't bother me one way or the other. I get the bar. Well, my brother, 19 years old at the time, like says something to him. This dude is so drunk he hip checks a pole. Oh. And uh, long story short, these four guys are like my age now, 27 years old, are like literally about to fight my 19 year old brother. I ran over there. I pushed the guy down, and then they ended up making a big fugazi fugazi out of the thing. And I, I knocked him out, and all that different noise. Ended up breaking up with the girl that I was with, and then she told the cops that I totally hit the guy. So oh, I, that's I on Dateline yes. all the time. Oh, man. Tough living, boys. Tough living. She apologized, though, so we're all good. <laughs> hey, thanks for telling us that story right there. By the way, as an offensive lineman yeah. pushing somebody, I mean, that's. You would think it would help you. Just like I thought Laramie Tunzel took that gas mask to the face and didn't cough. I was like, that should be a fucking first pick of the trip. He's got the greatest lungs of all time. Of all <laughs> time, Taylor. Uh, last question oh, here. Is- and I was like, he, he won. Yeah, he, he won the draft that night. Uh-huh. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, this is going to hurt him. I'm like, I texted Chuck Pagano. I was like, hey, I've hit that s- a similar gas mask there. <laughs> the fact that he did not cough one time, I think that guy might be in the best shape of any human on earth. <laughs> Pat, just relax, Pat. (laughs) Ty Schmidt from Iowa has a question. It's the last one. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, Taylor, I haven't been to uh, Nashville in a while. Just curious, uh, what are, like, some of your favorite spots out there or places that I should check out? Yeah, I love that question. That's awesome. All right, the one place I'll tell you to go, if you ever go to Nashville, don't go to Broadway. Don't go to Midtown. Mm -hmm. You're going to go to a spot near Midtown. There's going to be a place called Winners. Oh yeah, we went. you're going to drive. You're going to drive right past that place. And there's a place right next to it called Losers. <laughs> that's where we. That that's it. That's the so place we were to go playing to every foosball. Time. Yeah, we were playing foosball we, there. We I, like Winners is full of egotistical assholes because they think they're winners. Mm-hmm. Losers, everyone's like, yeah, we win some, we lose some, but here we are, and everyone just has a good time, man. That is that is the bar in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It's actually owned by the same guy that the. Same guy owns both those bars, but it's a blast. We are winners. Check that spot out, and you. And when you're out there, you let Daddy know. We are <laughs> losers, chain smokers, and boozers. We got <laughs> something. Boys, I love it. Hey, do you? Are you a country music fan? You have to be, I guess. I, I'm a country music fan of real country music. I'm not into the whole. Uh, like the the they got beats now, and dudes are into EDM music with a twang in it. I'm not a fan of that. But I do like I do like the old school country. Okay. And Eric Church, right? Love Eric Church. Have you guys listened to a band called Midland? No, no. love them. Hey, you guys need to get on those boys. Those boys got it all figured out. They're bringing back the good '80s '90s country. Nice. But yeah, Midland, uh, Chris Stapleton, Eric Church. Those guys have got the whole thing figured out. Are you still tight with the Kings of Leon? Yeah, I'm tight with the boys. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome, man. They're, those guys are <laughs> characters, dude. They're, they literally, they're, they are Nashville. They're so much fun. 
I hey, learned that one night. Gig. I had a great time with the Kings of Leon. <laughs> one particular. Go and tell them about uh, old Pat McAfee. Uh, I think I think they would enjoy that next time we talk. I haven't talked to them since. I was in an article, though. They had an article about them, how they were trying to stop drinking. It was like a Rolling Stone article. And the only time any of them drank was in Indianapolis in the basement when Pat McAfee ordered 15 tequilas for everybody. <laughs> and it was like, I, they, they tried, they almost spun the article as if it was like me that was going to tear them down. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. It's the rise and fall of an empire. The rise and fall of an empire because of Pat McAfee. <laughs> it's not the first, it's not the last. Taylor, we appreciate you so much, man. You're the greatest. Have a great Pro Bowl week. Are you going to do the dodgeball game or anything like that? No, no, that, that, I think that's an invite-only thing. I think Tennessee doesn't get enough, we don't get enough love, man. I got nothing over here. Wow. I'm just hanging out. This is, this, this is the highlight of my week right now. Hey, anytime you want to call in again, you do that this week, next week, whenever. Uh, I appreciate you so much. You're a legend. I'm going to buy a Luan jersey and hang it in the studio here. I'm going to have to get you to sign it at some point. We appreciate you, and good luck, my brother. All right, fellas. I'll be out there someday. I don't know when I'm going to Indiana next, but when I'm out there, I want to see the whole place. I want to jump on the pod for a little bit. Well, I mean, as long as you have a better fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I appreciate it. All right. See you, Taylor. Good luck, man. Taylor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Taylor was absolutely incredible right there. Mm-hmm. His phone was, was garbage. A little bit spotty. Like A.J. Hawk, these guys who have all this money and all these accolades, their cell phones somehow don't work. Mm -hmm. He told us that he was holding that thing right to his face, and he was right in the same area the entire time. It it sure sounded like he was walking around. It did. He said he had a couple rum chattas before he got in there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm a big fan of Taylor Lewan. I am going to try to get his jersey in this uh, studio. I think think I'm going to start doing that. Like people that I think are hilarious humans, yep. I'm gonna start hanging their jerseys. It's a good idea. I'm gonna start hanging them. Like AJ Hawk is obviously going oh, yeah. in here. AQ obviously gonna have a good thing. Taylor Lewan in here. Darius Butler, friend of mine, he's going in here. People that I'm like, you know what, that guy hilarious, getting the jersey. I think you're right too. I think he is like the benchmark of one of those guys who, if he's not on your team, you just kind of hate him you just because ha- the way he acts, and then you listen to him and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, this guy's actually. Hilarious. No, but yeah. he knows that. Yeah, exactly. He knows, Which is even better. Yes. He know when he's giving those answers, he knows that everybody who isn't he knows that there's people who aren't fans of his and he's like, Yeah, I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very comfortable in his own skin. I'm I'm big I'm happy he came on, man. Chuck Pagano was supposed to come on. What are you gonna do? I, I'm never gonna let him on this fucking show. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> The first time he backed out, a couple minutes before we started doing it, because of the Chicago press conference. Right. He says, I'll come on for next week. I got it. Now the Chicago press conference isn't until Thursday morning, to this morning. So he was like, I can't record it because of the thing. He's like, how's next week? I'm like, we're three weeks out now. This is old news. Mm-hmm. You becoming the, it's old news, Chuck. It's old. I didn't even want to talk about you becoming the coordinator. Maybe you becoming like a coach that battled leukemia and beat it. Mm-hmm. How about that, Chuck? I want to talk about you, Chuck. Not you being the coordinator. You're not a piece of meat to me. <laughs> but now he's never coming on the show. <laughs> it's over. I'm done with it. He sent me that text this morning. He sent me a, a, a text that was like, yo, my press conference is tomorrow. Excited to chat. When am I getting on? I'm like, today. You were supposed to be on today. That's how I responded. You were supposed <laughs> to be on today. He was like, Pat, I can't. I got to be at a press conference tomorrow morning. It's when we're announcing. I can't. I'm like, the show's coming on tomorrow. He's like, Pat, come on. And I was like, come on. Jesus, that's what I responded with seven S's. Jesus. And I said, you're done. You're cut. Never come on the show. 
I hope those Bears defense does well. I wouldn't want to have an opinion about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Hopefully we get him on the show. Doesn't seem likely. Like, we couldn't get Aaron Rodgers there for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then we got him on the show, and it was awesome. It was a good chat, and we formed a friendship. It's almost like Chuck, a guy who I traveled to Japan with, it's the same type of feel. It's like trying to get him on the show is impossible. It's like, this is an impossible. Why is this such an impossible thing? Makes no sense. If you're at the Chicago press conference this morning with Chuck Pagano announcing his uh, being D coordinator and taking questions, if you ask him why he hasn't come on the Pat McAfee show, <laughs> I will give you $500 of my own money. <laughs> I will give you, if, if somebody in the Chicago Bears press conference this morning uh, with Chuck Pagano, somebody in, there, in the media asks him why he hasn't come on the Pat McAfee show 2.0, I will give you $500. Imagine if that first question. <laughs> <laughs> we will now open it up for questions. What's Chuck saying? Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm good. I was supposed to be on. I'm going next week. <laughs> In his head, though, he would be like, "How the fuck did this yeah, happen?" That'd yeah. be hilarious. It would be. It would be a magical moment. So if you if you're a, a media member from Chicago, and you are going to that thing, just ask him why he hasn't come on the Pat Mike Show 2.0. Five hundred dollars in my own cash. Five hundred bucks, nothing to sneeze at. Five hundred bones, bro. Mm-hmm. Even if you're wealthy, 500 bones is a good win. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Any of you can do it. I think we have a pretty good little following up there in Chicago. I think so. So maybe get the word around. Maybe if you're not in there, tell a friend. Referral fee there. You mm-hmm. get it. You know what I mean? Yep. Tell them to split it with you. And there you go. Look at that. Look what we did. Anyways, have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Joybird, the company behind it all. Joybird. I ask the questions around here, not you. <laughs> Have you heard about Joybird, the company behind online furniture shopping? Of course I've heard about Joybird. Joybird believes that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings and that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original. Mm. From idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and furniture that brings you home. Joy. It's called <laughs> Joybird. Ah, this is a new one. I'm rusty. <laughs> Oh, this is Joy. Oh, the furniture that's decking the pub out right now. Oh, and it brought you guys a lot of so much joy. Nailed it. With Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. Now, although it does make you feel like home, mm-hmm. it does bring you joy. Yep. Yeah, but that's what like when I walk into my house, I love my. It, it's like it sets my. I know I'm home, right? Mm-hmm. Because the furniture, every it's the house is made of brick and stone. A home is made of love alone. Bingo. Okay. It's good. People forget. Turn your ideas into realities with hundreds of styles and options. From mid-century modern, which you guys pulled the trigger on, yep. to contemporary classics, tie, that mm-hmm. was your move, customizable and an amazing array of fabric choices from rich buttery leather to plush velvets to every color imaginable. Tell you what, top five reading out of me right now. <laughs> Wide range of kid and pet friendly upholstery options available. Free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design. Each Joybird piece is made by hand with care and precision using high quality hardwood and responsibly sourced materials to fit your exact specifications. Lifetime warranty included. Wow. A long time. Limited lifetime warranty included. I don't know exactly what that means. I'm assuming there's only a few of them. So you it's a CYA get, situation. Yeah. They got a limited lifetime warranties available mm. and included. They have a 365-day home trial. Skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home. Skip 
the furniture store and bring the showroom home so that you can find some joy, maybe new furniture. Sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return it all for a full refund. It's hassle-free in-home delivery. They'll even remove all the packing materials. Free returns within two weeks of delivery. Listen, the worst part of new furniture is the moving process Mm -hmm. of it. Now they'll deliver it to your house, in-home delivery, remove everything else, and you get to try it out for 365 days. Joybird. See how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com forward slash McAfee. That's J-O-Y-B-I-R-D.com forward slash McAfee and receive an exclusive offer offer for 25% off your first order by using the code McAfee. Shout out to Joybird. Mm-hmm. Good reading there till the end. I almost got through it. You get it. Conversation coming right up about my life and everybody's in the room. <laughs> A water pipe was delivered to the office. Mm-hmm. It's a large one. It's a powerful one. It looks like it's got many layers and levels to it. There's an ice holding area. There's a couple coils in there. There's a lot of glass. So you can see it. And then the, the base is pretty. It's a large bong. It's fancy. It looks like a trophy. Like if you were the best <laughs> weed smoker, they <laughs> would give you that trophy. Are you well, trying we, to name it? Is that what's happening? Well, we got it delivered. We need the name. And now it, it's. Uh, I'll post a picture of it. It's. Um, in my experience, yeah, it's best to name it. After first smoking, it. christening, uh, yeah, yeah, because you didn't get to experience it. It's like Scootsy. Then, then the thoughts. It's like Scootsy, the three-legged sense. cat, didn't get her name until yeah. we live with her for a day, and we're like, oh, this thing literally just scoots around. Yeah, yeah, because this thing could, sense. this thing could be a fucking steamroller. It could. Not mm-hmm. a, it, it could be a plow. Or it could be steamroller, or it could be super smooth. Steamroller is a different type of. Yeah. Smoking that was very, device. very original. What you just did there. No, I did. Well, I'm unsure what I did, so you got to explain it to me. But it's a I rolling it. there. But this thing could be a forklift, really. It could lift you up into Ooh, another place. I feel like it's going to. I think so. I mean, listen to the sound yeah. of this. It's got a deep one, man. It's got a deep sound. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Call that thing a concussion. CT. Oh. Yeah. Oh, not bad. No, uh, no. Like CT is like negative. CT That's mm-hmm. negative, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to take okay. out a C- you want to take a hit on CT? I love the CT. <laughs> I don't hate that. Hey, something to think about, maybe. You call it James Earl Jones because it's got a deep voice. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's got mm. that deep pipe. I would have to know who that is, though. I am your father. He, mm-hmm. Who is oh, oh, that? Boy. He was the voice of Darth Vader. <laughs> Sounds just like him. You probably know him from the. Uh, <laughs> oh he used to do God. the phone commercials back in the day. Arby's, we have the beef. Oh, the uh, African-American yeah. man? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of rounder-looking yeah. fellow? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's him. What was that, Zito? No, the guy, uh, there was something on my screen that popped up. Oh, is that right? <laughs> you were yeah. pointing at the bomb being suck black? Site. I think Nick put a suck side on my computer. It sure uh, felt like you were pointing at the bomb <laughs> being No, black. that can't be it. Yeah. It sure felt like it's Zito. Wow. <laughs> appreciate whoever sent this to us. I have no idea. It came with no letter. It was kind of weird. To be from Ath- huh? Where was it from? Sweden. Sweden? Amsterdam Sweden. or Sweden? Netherlands. Netherlands, which oh, is Amsterdam. Vichy. Yeah, Amsterdam. so Amsterdam. I was wrong. Sweden was a Vichy. We, we, th- we thought to possibly, because we talked mm. about a Vichy in the last one, that his team sent us a bong like, uh, <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. hey. Done. Yeah. We, uh, so that's how I m- mistook um, yeah, yeah. Amsterdam from whatchamacallit. Could be Cerrone. Is that his name from Major League? Serrano. Serrano, yeah. Because he's got the Cuba? same deep voice. Uh, Avicii, also a great name for he that swings bong. that big stick. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Avicii's because it. It's still alive. It's from a... Still. <laughs> but it could also kill you. The, the true meaning. Hey. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, VG, what's going on, man? I don't know, because then I'll think I'll be smoking yeah, out of yeah. a dude. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. 
Suck like it. <laughs> Easy over there. I'm just saying, isn't that what you do when you smoke those? You got to suck it. Have you ever smoked one of these? Oh, guys, I've dropped more weed than y'all have smoked. So <laughs> I just, I'm just saying. I will, got, hey, big I will bet every single dollar that you've ever made in your entire life in your previous bosses that that is not accurate. Okay. <laughs> that that is not an accurate assessment. Were He's, you a weed guy, though? Big time. I feel Ooh. like back in the day, everybody was weed guys. He spent yeah. more on spilt weed. <laughs> on this side of Mississippi. Oh, man. From one side of You got to go to Amsterdam. That's what brought it up. You got to go. Well, see, now Colorado, though, is just like Amsterdam. Uh, not mm -hmm. even close. Without the, no horse. Without, without the, the horse. Yeah. <laughs> but from a weed perspective, like if you get, for instance, if you get weed from Colorado, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this is going to be a good time. Mm -hmm. This yeah. weed is recreational weed. Right. This oh, is yeah. for people to have a good time with. Mm -hmm. If you get some stuff from California, there's a chance that that is legit medicinal weed. Mm -hmm. And that is a potential game over, flip, mm -hmm. flip, mm -hmm. flip for you. Because it's not for recreational use. Colorado became like the Amsterdam of America. That's why they made like, what, $100 million or something in the first couple mm -hmm. months. Oh, yeah. It is something like that. Without the whores in the red light district, or the whores in the red light district. Plus the canals, you're stumbling out of the thing, you're right on a canal. I it's beautiful, that. it's exotic, it's wonderful, it's artistic. And The Rockies, bro. You, you got a problem with the fucking Not rock? At all. <laughs> I'm just saying. You got to go to Amsterdam. Smoke you that shit right next go, to the stream. Hey, go Bosa. Go to go to Bosa. Have you ever seen the Coors Light commercials? There's a lot oh, of streams and canals out there. Blue Mountains. Yeah, Blue Mountains. It's about waterfalls. Gorgeous. Yeah. I do want to go to Amsterdam. You do. And by the way, fresh squeezed orange juice in every, every. coffee shop. Mm. Really? Delicious. Every coffee Delicious. shop. Delicious. I'm allergic. Orange juice. Orange juice? No. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to drink a bunch of it. And then I got a bad bout of uh, Ty Schmidt butt. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, that's one, like when you're a kid and you just run, like you just came in from outside from playing ball or something, and you run right in the kitchen, open that Sunny thing up, D. and just drink the fucking orange juice, yeah. ice cold right out of the carton, mm -hmm. put it back in there. Sure, There's yeah. nothing better than that. Sunny D used to be Ugh. a Ugh. real player in the game real in the fridge. Player. Is it still Sunny around? Sunny D and Elio's? Oh, yeah. It's still Elio's around. Pizza? Who? Elio's Pizza? You know what? Let's just make more local jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny show D. Show a fill with people that are just not. What the fuck? <laughs> I wish Elio's? I could have got Elio's pizza. Hey, yeah, man. okay. That, that a was Boston? a combination for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll step off. Yeah. I wish I could have. Yeah, the best part was you looked around like us, like, to agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Somebody you listening. Elio's. Somebody listening knows. Yeah. They agree. Somebody listening knows. Yeah. So you can't drink orange juice anymore. Makes you gag, what? If you even smell it? Uh, no. Like, this is just something. It's, it's, in just, it's just the way I operate. Yeah, it's just if something like this happens, I'm never going back. I did that with mm. Golden Grams. Oh, mm. those are delicious. I, too. I can't even smell them right now, or a projectile vomit. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Probably because yeah. you had them right before you got sick one time. Tenth, uh, ten years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it was the same trip, a camping trip that I was on, that I found out that Elvis died. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, okay. That was a tough weekend. Uh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. He and, dyes his hair, bro. And I ate Golden yeah. Grams outside, and I was like, give me another bowl of that. And I, sh and I just huffed that one down, too. Delicious. Uh, started to feel sick. Projectile vomited Golden Grams never again. Can't touch it again. No, and that was, what, 40 years ago? Okay, so what happened to me, I was on uh, the same cruise where I was accosted to go fuck a man's wife in his suite. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Mm -hmm. huh. I was offered that up. Uh, the Good whole cruise. Yeah. Very interesting. But we stopped at uh, uh, this one island, and they had magical mushrooms, Ooh, like boy. trippy mushrooms, oh, but they had drinks for them. Oh. oh. So you drink it as opposed to eat the mushrooms, mm -hmm. uh, which Watch tastes out. terrible. They had the drinks. They had like a malt, 
like a mushroom motomus. Uh, it was called a magical mushroom motomus. And obviously, I can chug things. It's like a soup? Yeah. It was, no, it was like a malt liquor. Probably not something you should have chugged? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I impressed the locals, by the way, with sure. how much I took down. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Right. When you're when I was Put in Morocco, show. when I was in Morocco, I chugged the tea. I got a standing ovation mm-hmm. from the locals. I brought people together there. There wasn't a lot of camaraderie. I felt like I did it. Mm-hmm. Same thing mm-hmm. with this goddamn magical mushroom malt. Chugged her down. Have a good time. Start tripping a little bit. It wasn't really that. The, the liquid, I think, kind of ruined the trippy. It wasn't as, the mushrooms weren't as potent. Good of, yeah, potent of yeah. mushrooms as yeah. I had had in the past. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of judging them for that, for this is what they were known for. But the drink, the, the ability to drink it at any of the bars was something that's like, oh, that's a lot better than what I'd experienced in the past. Mm-hmm. So it was like, a, mm. it was a win win. Yeah. Anyways, it tasted a lot like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So I drink that thing. I have a good time. I trip a little bit. Get back on the boat. This is the same cruise that I missed the one island to the next island <laughs> boat call. So, I mean, it, a lot of things happen in this cruise. I get back on the boat, though, and I puked for three hours. Mm. That mushroom mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't eat mushrooms. You, don't, you won't see me fucking around with mushrooms anymore, strictly because of that situation. I won't even. What about oh, psychedelic mushrooms? Well, I, those are hard to find. I mean, that's why that island was such a god. So you won't gift. eat, like, normal mushrooms? Yeah, because it tasted like... It reminds you of it. It reminded me of it. It like brought it up. And I puked for three hours on a ship. It was Mm. a bad situation. That's miserable. Especially those cruise ships. Your room's like this Mm. big. So I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm, Not a lot of room. I'm puking with my ass like basically (laughs) out the door in the (laughs) hole. It's tough to get on your knees and puke in that toilet. It was an embarrassing... Because by this time, the boat had known me. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, I just chugged a bunch of this place's magical mushroom with a group from the... I mean, the boat had known... Like, where's Pat? Where's Pat? And There's then they open the door, and all you hear is me just fucking howling. <laughs> I mean, it was a tough situation, but I won't fuck with mushrooms. I have that same feeling with roasted marshmallows, like campfire roasted marshmallows. It sucks. You go camping, everyone's enjoying marshmallows. I can't do it. That's Why? I ate a bunch one night, got sick afterwards, puked my brains out they're all night. Just yeah, marshmallows. I don't think you're missing and, yeah, they're overrated. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't like a good s'more? I do. S'more's I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you got graham cracker and chocolate. I mean, He's if, talking just marshmallows. If, if you, I like it just roasted on a if stick. You got s'more ingredients mm. there? Yeah, I can't versus do that. Hot dog ingredients for the fire. I'm going hot dog. Completely every different time. though. That's or mountain dinner. pie. You get a good oh, mountain pie, mountain pepperoni pie and cheese. What's, 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 what's a mountain pie? Yeah, what's I'll go oh, graham cracker and chocolate without the mu- yep, uh, marshmallow to. too. By the way, it's good. Uh-huh. I will do that. Right, that I, I do that at these camp things. Whenever people, I don't like marshmallows. Either. I don't fuck with the marshmallows either. Keep them off my goddamn hot chocolate too. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> right. Stop taking up room in a goddamn cup with your little fucking marshmallows. I want hot chocolate. That's what <laughs> I'm here for. Great conversation. It's only getting started, too. I've been talking a lot about food being delivered to my house. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's my new thing. Staying in is my new thing. It might be because I'm older. It might be because of that. But the food right to the house is unbelievable. And other than your absolute best friends and family, who could you ask to bring you red wine at 4 p.m.? Huh? Good question. I don't know. How about sushi at 9 p.m.? Huh? It's tough to find. Unless you find some real ones, it ain't going to happen. Right. How about a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. whenever you're a little hungover? It's pretty early. Postmates, Will. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever you can think of delivery service all year round. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. How about that? Maybe you just moved to a place. Yo, I don't know where the store is. Doesn't matter. Postmates got your back. Hmm. Maybe you haven't been out of the house in a while. Doesn't matter. Postmates got your back. Maybe you want to stay in a little bit more. Guess what? Postmates has your back. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery. 24 hours a day, 
365 days a year. They must take a day off. Which one do you think it is if they take a day off? Mm, it's got to be Christmas, right? Yeah. It's got to be. So you think there's 366 days in a year? No, I didn't know where you were going with that one, but I was definitely going to go along with oh. it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate Yeah, you were a real one, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, sushi at 9 p.m.? I probably wouldn't do it, but I know who would. <laughs> Postmates. <laughs> Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. Okay? Within the hour. What you want, we got you, Postmates says. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the known universe for more than 25,000 partner merchants. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners of this show $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app right now and use code McAfee100. That's code M-C-A-F-E-E-1-0-0 for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Get in Anything you need, anytime you need it, download Postmates and save with code McAfee100. Shout out to Postmates 24 7, 366 a year. <laughs> Foxy, you a real one. Back to the combo. Connor, yeah, I'm on that side. A mountain pie is you take two oh. griddle looking things yeah, yeah. and you spray some Pam and then you put uh, four pieces of bread down and then you put some uh, tomato sauce. Or whatever you want. It okay. could be ham and cheese. It could be pizza. It I've be only whatever. done ham and cheese. Ham and cheese is very good. Yep. Pizza is also very good. Yep. And you close it, and you put it in the fire, and it comes mm. out like a homemade Hot Pocket. I like basically. that. It's beautiful. It's wow. unbelievable. And you look like you're some goddamn like Paul Revere, too, because right. you just mm-hmm. did it. It's out. very, very good. Well, you just whip something together. With- you just throw it in the fire? Yeah, and, yeah, put it on a- and so it's a griddle, and it folds into two, and then it comes in like It's it, the it pinching. You, yeah. It's like a waffle maker. you got to go You got to go to a camping place to get it, though, right? Yeah, probably. Or Home Depot or Lowe's. you got to be with somebody who has it. Yeah. Okay. That's how this works. You it's an outdoorsy thing. Somebody who has it. You can't really make your own unless you're an iron maker. And yeah. then they bring it out. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah. Iron City. That wasn't the word. Well, uh, Blacksmith? The, there it is. Yeah. Yep. I don't mind camping out, by the way. I think I, I, I think I would camp out. Here, here's a couple. I would do it a lot more often, I think, if Wi-Fi okay. was guaranteed to be a good speed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like I'm camping out of my We're house good and service. I can't fucking load a goddamn photo on yeah. mm-hmm. It takes me seven minutes to upload some things. That's insane. It is insane. And by the time I upload it, that play's already gone. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, towards the end of the season, somehow with the, the way the weather has gone, my Wi-Fi has gotten worse at home. Mm-hmm. So these for the brand videos come out like two series later. And everybody's like, We're past that, bro. I'm like, <laughs> is me every too. part is every part of your house like the same for like internet wise? It's all shit. It's all shit, but I, it, I think camping is a good time. It is. I'm I enjoy it a lot. I can't. I'll do it sit anymore. around a campfire, have a good time, but I want a camper. I don't yeah. want yes. no, the no right. fucking yeah, tent. I'm not sleeping on the floor. Yeah. We're talking about log camping. I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a fucking adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like glamping. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I would, I would I do that. glamping. Though some of those tents are pretty. Impressive. I'd still do a tent. One night though. No. One night max. Nick, you do a tent for what 20, 30 minutes, and when it's quiet, and then you're going to be sitting in the tent saying. Should have been with Pat in the fucking glamping. Oh, don't get me wrong. If there's an option for a cabin or a cab or a, a camper or something like that, I'm all in. But if it's just I, I one st- night in a town, I could do it. I still want that school bus, man. I want to soup up a school bus. Yeah. They're called schoolies on the internet. Mm-hmm. They're wider than the the tour. The still yellow? 
No, no, no. We we well, that, thing, it up. that thing gets probably blacked out. Yeah. We put probably the, put on some uh, some big tires on it too. Yeah. Have it souped up a little bit. We probably break it into sections too. There's probably like a green screen room where mm -hmm. I can film stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Bedroom in the back. Probably a nice little living area, and then uh, probably a diner maybe in there. We'll stencil the legend on the front as well. I oh, found one for five thousand. Yeah, but the upgrade um, is going to be. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Because you have to flip the entire thing. Yeah. So are you going to camp? in this that was the plan yeah because you gotta you get a shower then well yeah that's back in the bedroom so you mm -hmm. put a shower in there and that just dumps right to the floor that goes right out the bottom we'll get that on the road press a button somebody else <laughs> yeah. i apologize there's enough shit out there though literally <laughs> someone's windshield wipers <laughs> <laughs> uh big wi-fi on the top of that though oh yeah like i don't know how back in the day tour you guys used to tour and you would just drive around, and there was no TV in any of these buses. There's no internet. There was no service. People were just driving around mm -hmm. in the backwoods yeah. for nowhere. I could do that for a couple of days. I think I'd love it to kind of get lost. But, man, when you're talking like weeks at a time, I don't know how people do it. Yeah, Drugs, well, they didn't really know that much Drugs. difference back then when Black Crows were hot. The internet really wasn't a thing. No, it was TVs and yeah. stereo. That was it. Bert and Kreischer right now is traveling around for that world. Uh, he came to Indiana. I couldn't go. I had to record something. But he has a TV in his bus that's operating at all times mm -hmm. in Wi-Fi. That seems like that would be a good thing. Yeah. I'm like, I think I could just Hell travel yeah. around and do that. That looks like a As long as I got yeah. a good bed in the back. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. As long as I got mm -hmm. a good bed. Lisa hooks it up with a bed in the back. I'm in a good spot. Mm -hmm. How much do you think like having all that in there, like for the TV, internet? Oh, probably. It's expensive. Well, if you if you took a bus and you redid the bus, you're looking at, you know. No, I wasn't look, even talking about that part. I was talking about like the internet and TV itself, having like, live TV. Uh, it's just no, a it's hot a, spot, right? No, it's just a... To receive cellular data, communicates with some cell towers. It's not that expensive, probably. Yeah, don't be a fucking idiot, bro. Just some yeah. cellular Come data. Yeah. Yeah. With some cell towers. Yeah. As long as you Obviously. connect to a cell tower, hey, you're in good shape. 5G's coming very soon, so... Yes. Mm. Direct TV's on all the buses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the only option, really, on this bus. Really? That's I it. know. I know. But Direct TV barely works at stationary house that I have. Mm -hmm. Barely works. I don't mm -hmm. need to be driving across Iowa wanting to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes and then just have the fucking 7-Eleven <laughs> code on my goddamn thing. <laughs> How much do you think it would cost? For what? For a proper? To flip the entire thing, yeah. Oh, to flip it? Flip an entire thing. How, How much are you buying the shell for? The the school the, bus. the school bus yeah let's say I buy the school bus for ten grand it's a pretty good one it's a nice yeah. size ten grand yeah hundred G's you're, you're you're laughing if you want if so you want it plus thousand I'm out the door with yeah. a souped up school bus I would yeah. said anywhere Ooh. from hundred to five hundred depending on how yeah, nice depending you on how yeah. nice you want oh, yeah. put yeah, a government satellite on top. I bet you definitely could. I mean, we were really get some Wi-Fi. We were on Jake Owen's bus, and that thing was incredible. It was like also, white leather and stuff. But that's, that's one a, of those. That's RV. a million yeah. dollars. Oh, yeah, those that's buses one of those tour bus. Yeah. Those rock star bus. I've looked into this because I've wanted to do this a lot. I've wanted to just kind of drive around and just live. But those tour buses, whenever they're not open up. There's no room in those goddamn things. The aisleways are like the size, like mm -hmm. a foot wide. Yep. And when they're parked and they open up, it's awesome. But whenever you're driving, like the actual miserable part, mm -hmm. there's no, there's really no room in them. Right. So those buses are so expensive just about to begin with. That's what led me to the school buses. I'm like, all right, we get an old school bus. That thing's already naturally wider than one of those buses. Now, granted, those buses, whenever they're perched open, they got the windows open mm -hmm. and uh, the mm -hmm. seats open. Mm -hmm. Very beautiful. But the school bus, I think, is a pretty wide operation there. You can get comfortable in there set up a little diner a little cozy couch why don't you keep the school bus get an extender on that rascal then now we're talking for? huh what do you need a diner for i just want to be able to walk around and make myself some coffee sit back down <laughs> i drink okay. tea by the way mm -hmm. so it's, be tea, it's like coffee. a little just a little <laughs> kitchen yeah diner yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like we're on the road we could stop at the best diners <laughs> yeah true 
True. Yeah. Not going to have a lot of those beds in there, though. The, the, the way they stack up like 10 beds uh-huh. on the side, I don't know. Like Sean Latham did that with uh, Fluffy. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, boss. You, you're in like a little shell. It's like a little locker of a human We did locker. them at the 500 yeah. the one year. We couldn't even, I couldn't fit in there. I couldn't either. Not, I, had, I had to have my knees bent the entire time to lay out. Not great. Yeah. But you're torn. You're seeing the world. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I want to do one of those one day. Mm-hmm. A world tour. Mm-hmm. I just want to go and bounce around Be the awesome, world. right? Oh, yeah. What would yeah. you call it? World tour. World tour. Patch WT. World tour. The world tour. Just the. Did anybody ever say that before? Professional world tour. We should probably trademark that. PWT. Yeah. The world tour. Nobody's copyright. 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 Nobody's ever called their thing that. No. 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 no Not the world tour. No way. No. What is a city that you would want to go to in the world? Outside the United States. Ibiza. Ibiza. Mm. Oh yeah. We got to go to Ibiza. Barcelona. Sydney, Australia. It's tough to get your bus to Ibiza. Eh, Barcelona. On a plane. Yeah. Barcelona. Barcelona is phenomenal. See, when I went there, it was just all homeless people hanging around that goddamn church. I think that's most of Europe. I go to Mother Russia. Really? Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of... A lot of homeless people in Italy? Oh, yeah. Why don't they all travel to the Ibiza? That's tough to get a... They have to swim. No money. Expensive over there in Ibiza. That's why I always wonder, like, in America, if I'm a homeless person, I am on the first thing smoking to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. I see homeless people here in Indiana, and I look at them, and like, today we saw them. We left from a Buffalo Wild Wings shoot today, by the way. Something huge Mm -hmm. is happening at Super Bowl with Buffalo Wild Wings. boy. It was pretty good. boy. If that game goes to overtime, Buffalo (laughs) Wild Wings is giving free wings to everybody. Oh, let's go. If the Super Bowl goes to overtime, Buffalo Wild Wings is giving free wings to everybody in America. That's incredible. (laughs) I'm a part of the whole thing. I just recorded for like three hours. Hours with them earlier today. A lot of takes. Hey, get you excited. I, I was like, how many videos do we have to make to get people excited for fucking free wings? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I, you guys are giving away your company. Literally, like, kind of messed up though because they control that. They just have that one guy hits the button. Yeah. And yeah. Then, well, they're the overtime rough because he, he trips and then mm-hmm. yeah, they're the overtime experts. But yeah. People are wondering Fun if fact. maybe they were the ones that did the old interference no call. Because you see the one ref wave off the other maybe. one. Maybe he has an earpiece to Buffalo Wild Wings. Possibly. That's their thing. Mm-hmm. Overtime. But yeah, overtime happens. Free Wings for America. Shut up, Buffalo Let's Wild go. Wings. Yep. Awesome. We're filming with them at the downtown Buffalo Wild Wings here. And then we get out. And I hadn't been downtown in a long time, like mm-hmm. actually on that side of the city. We saw like three homeless guys in his back alley trying to work some deal. They're trying to it's finesse cold. somebody like a Zito. Yep. And I. <laughs> I, 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 we stopped and I stared at him for like 30 seconds, but in my head I was having a full thought. I'm like, I want to get out and go tell them, like, yo, every drug you want, mm-hmm. everything you could possibly want, including good weather, you mm-hmm. don't have to hide out from this thing because they had shit over their head for the rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, just get the, there's a homeless capital of America. Get yep. to California. Yeah. How do we get you guys to California? Why don't you, for like two weeks, just use your little panhandling money and mm-hmm. just take a ticket to California instead of spending drugs for one night? Correct. Just pocket half of it. Yeah. Maybe just save half, use the other half for drugs or alcohol and just get your ass to fucking California because you get your ass out there and you find that fucking place <laughs> that's going to be good for I'll you. I'll never understand it. Was never. One, was one of them wearing a gray North Face by chance? <laughs> there was a guy in gray. There was gray or green? Gray. There potentially was a guy there in was. gray. North the North other day I had my gray North Face taken for my car. Oh. Oh. He's under some bridge. Z. He's under yeah, he's under <laughs> police song. I know where he's at. God damn it. But he's not gonna be there for long because I talked his ass into going to California. <laughs> he's not gonna need the coat anymore. Well, he's got yeah. a great new jacket, he doesn't have to go. <laughs> hey, and when we were in LA, that homeless dude was shooting hoops with Lamar Odom. 
You can look forward to that. Just yeah. came out. Sure. I, I don't, if any of you in here ever become homeless. bathe in the ocean? Yes. Yep. Including if. me, if I ever become homeless. Yeah, yeah. Promise me that you are on the first thing smoking mm-hmm. to California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tell I, I used to tell this to my cousin all the time because he's on and off again homeless. He's homeless right now. And I was always like, dude, you, what, are you, what are you doing in Indiana being homeless? You're way smarter than that. Go to L.A. and be homeless. What about, <laughs> I mean, what about Homeless Florida? people there are like have Florida? a normal life. Hurricanes. Florida, yep. I, I'm not really worried about the humidity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, if I'm going to be homeless and outside, alligators. Out yeah, a lot yeah. of Florida Gators. Mm-hmm. Out there. Plus, Tebow. the homeless people in Florida are just like, violent. Those yeah, like violent. eating people's faces. Yeah, they're crazy. Dismembering yeah. people. All the homeless out. people there. Are crazy. Yeah, because they they do the spice and become zombies in Florida. Correct. Out yeah. in LA, it's just acid, and they just have no idea what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hawaii would be a good place to be. Yeah, homeless. if you could get there. It's tough. That's tough. You're gonna have to swim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to train for that one. A lot of shows. Yeah. You're gonna have to train for that one. I'm going to Hawaii. Oh boy, you are. Oh, Ooh, yeah. excited. I am. I guess it's not gonna be like super warm though. What, what do you mean? Ooh. What are we yeah. talking? 80 high? No, I think it's going to be like 70, low 70s the whole time. So definitely warm. For me, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. delightful. Yeah. I like that For me, it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be like a full... If, yeah. Like getting the water is going to be kind of tough. That's, that's what I'm saying. Cold. I think the water is going to be cold. Yeah. I just Very got my cold. ears back. Yeah. Yeah. High you know? 60, low 42 all February. Where? I don't know how, that's what I'm talking about. It's not going to be... It's going to be... I think it's going to be nice. Like In fucking Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hiking. By the way, we booked thinking the same thing you thought. Yeah. Right like, yeah, Hawaii, it's mm-hmm. going to be warm. And then we we paid for this very nice suite mm-hmm. and our travel. It's still going to be nice. You're going to turn the heater on. The next day, <laughs> Sam like Googled it, and she sent me a text. It was like, don't even look at the weather for Hawaii. I was like, I won't. I know it's going to be great. It's Hawaii. And she was like... It's almost making me depressed. Is what <laughs> I was like, why? She was like, we should have looked at that before. I was like, yeah. And I looked it up, and I was like... Probably. We're just going to fucking, we're going to like, right here. This is the weather. <laughs> Indiana's like 40 no, something. No, I looked right when we're supposed to go, when we're supposed to leave, it's supposed to be like 20s here. here? Mm-hmm. Thank God, dude. Because nice. if I was leaving Indiana and showing up at worse weather, I would have been in terrible. Indiana goes from negative something to mm-hmm. 45 today or something. Yeah, like bananas. And it's, it's going back to negatives. Yeah. It's supposed to be snowing here when we bounce up. Bounce up. Good. I like good snowfall. First one. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I can get sick of it. I, I guess the Farmer's Almanac was saying that this is going to be a bad winter. <laughs> Hasn't been at all. No. Right. Got wrong. I missed that one. Couple big storms. Mm-hmm. Couple big storms. Really? Hey, don't Are sleep on big, winter. Though? There's still time. Oh, fuck There's snow. Snow. It's supposed to snow this weekend, isn't it? Is it? I yeah. think so, I think yeah. it's another like three to five So what, minutes. snow is yeah. a weekend warrior all of a sudden? <laughs> <I know. laughs> that feels like that's the only thing that's been happening. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Usually you don't like snow. No, not, not anymore. I, I used to like it. it, but now after living in, you know, warm climate, warmer climates, California, Georgia, Tennessee, I'm like fuck snow. Whoa, Ugh. it's real though. When you go to California and the weather's nice or something mm-hmm. like that, it makes you want to be outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So For when sure. you're outside, you're going to do something probably active, mm-hmm. which is probably going to boost the endorphins in your body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're getting vitamin D. Yeah. It's good for you. Speaking yeah, of that, it I need feel spray, good. I need a spray tan. I need a spray tan. I got a big weekend coming up. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? Foxy and I are traveling to Phoenix, Arizona for the WWE NXT TakeOver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's excited. It <laughs> <laughs> was terrible timing on that. It was really bad. <laughs> that yawn couldn't have come in. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. I am excited. This is like my fifth one, I think. Yeah. Fourth or fifth is one. Is there a yeah. uh, WWE pay-per-view there? Oh, Royal oh, Rumble. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Ooh. Royal Rumble is this Sunday. How many, how many men in the ring? 
30. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Let's go. How's the outfit? Hey. Cocky. I got a cocky <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. So this one, every single time it's a whole decision because when I go work with the WWE, I mean, I understand that the expectations are just like they were in the NFL. Like, uh-huh. hey, look nice, right? Uh-huh. Like, we are a professional company. Look good. Uh-huh. So sure. nothing's ever been laid out for me, like what I have to wear. Mm-hmm. I've always just been wearing what I think that I should probably mm-hmm. wear, mm-hmm. right? Granted, jorts I've worn a couple times, but that's under the table. Right. I mean, they make an appearance because I have to stay correct and let people know what's going on. Yeah. Like, this might be business on top, but it's party on a ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got a mullet off outfit going on. So this time, I'm, I'm going for it. This time I'm. I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> this time I'm pretty comfortable. I still look professional though. I think I've been able to piece together an outfit mm-hmm. yeah. that is both comfortable and professional. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I've lost weight, so everything fits. Oh, there you go. Very uh, nice. What it's all about. It's good. So also- I think this particular outfit. I wanted to set the precedent for like, hey, if I'm going to do a lot of these shows with you guys, mm-hmm. which isn't guaranteed, but if I am, I would like it to be known that I am not going to be putting on those tight suits that you guys expect everybody else to wear forever. Right. But maybe I will have to. Maybe I show up and when I'm planning <laughs> on wearing it, they're like, uh, you're not going on TV. So I got to go buy some shit then. I don't got anything else. This is all, I'm only packing one outfit. One outfit. I'm sure you know this since you've played in a Pro Bowl there. Exactly the same weekend, actually. It's cold in the desert at night. It does get going. It gets mm-hmm. windy as a motherfucker, too. If you drive two hours out into the desert mm-hmm. to, to attempt to do football practice, <laughs> it's going to be miserable. It's going to be windy. It's going to be cold. You got no shot. The NFL did great with that. <laughs> Shout out for Great job for that. So a 9 a.m. tea time could be pretty cold. Yeah. Probably be chilly. Never oh, been yeah. to Arizona. Yeah, we are. We're, we're golfing with AQ Shipley out there nice. Friday morning. Whenever it was. So That'd tomorrow cool. morning, we're Yeah, golfing it could be a little, maybe a three quarter zip. All right, I like yeah. that. Mm, so Good look. Peel off halfway through. It's like fall golf. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But without the leaves. You wearing yeah. shoes tomorrow? No shoes? <laughs> bare, bare feet? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going bare feet tomorrow. Careful, there's scorpions. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Rattlesnakes. Yeah, fucking poisonous I'm, spiders. I'm putting shoes on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing shoes. Check yeah. your fucking check your closets. Would, uh, check your shoes before you stick your feet in them. Yeah. Yeah. Snakes is a real deal out there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? Snakes. snakes. Copperhead Road. Snakes, snakes. Uh-huh. I don't know. I got a snake yeah. in my boot. They'll kill you. I've been thinking of some one-liners for this weekend, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that Murder Mountain really helped me out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I got a lot of questions. I'd be watching that Murder Mountain, and then they'd say something, and I'd be like, uh, uh, let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> like the one guy, the one lady or guy said, stealth is wealth up here. Oh, oh I like that. Oh. That's working its way into the show, for nice. sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, if somebody doesn't like to talk a lot. Yeah. I'm like, I think the, the motto they live by is stealth is wealth, which I... I found out on a Homicide Mountain is not on <laughs> <laughs> can't say murder mountain. Cannot say murder. Do you know what time yeah, yeah, yeah. the show is? Uh, I think it's at 6.30 uh, or 6 o'clock. Nice. Seems to be a longer one. This is the... F- I got to run a show this mm-hmm. morning, and if it's based off of this, it's going to be a longer one. We're going to have some... Because they had uh, NXT awards, too. So um, it's like an awards show uh-huh. slash pre-show. So I'll be giving out awards. Let's go. Nice. Basically hosting the Oscars there. My, yeah. Basically. Congratulations. That's you know a big what? deal. Yeah. Good for me, man. Yeah. Good for you. Man. That's good for you. <laughs> Who would have thought I've been doing this? Hosting an award show. Uh-huh. I, I'm the third host. <laughs> I'm on the edge of the table with the least amount of lines. To start, not to finish. Yeah. Oh, no, it's start to finish every show so far. I've been very much on the far end. There. I'm very much on the far end. Every time I go out to these, though, it's, it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. just crazy to think about, you know? Because growing up, you watch it, and then you get to experience a couple, 
And I'm sure it'll happen at some point, but it feels like how I felt whenever I was in the NFL in the, like my first six years, probably. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, this is awesome. Like I'm having a good, like this is, I'm enjoying, like this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking, I'm looking around at everything, trying to think like, oh, let me remember that for if I ever tell a story, let me remember that. And then you just see like fucking stinger come walking <laughs> by. I'm like, oh shit. And he's like out of, out of his face mm-hmm. paint, you know, he's just walking through the hotel with like his wife. It's like, uh, I wouldn't recognize him. Well, see, I mean, I would. That's why it's such a big deal. It's like, holy hell! It's it's a it's all a very wild thing. It's always another mask, right? Well, that's what <laughs> that one gift. That's what you're talking about. But when I get on those shows, I never know what they expect of me. I never know what they expect. Even now. Well, because if you know anything about wrestling, every commentator, there's one good commentator mm-hmm. and one bad commentator, right? The good commentator is on the good people's side. Mm-hmm. The bad commentator is on the bad people's Makes side. Makes sense, yeah. For me, it's like, they don't tell me. They don't do me anything. They're just like, you just act however the fuck you want to mm-hmm. act. And I'm like, you got it. So I just start firing shots at Sam Roberts. Yep. <laughs> Poor Sam. <laughs> Poor Sam has got no hope there. But I'm like, I don't know if that's... Mm-hmm. So I, I literally, I go in there with zero direction. It's just like, all right, let's see what the brain thinks up here. And the only thing I know is that I hate Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole, I hate. I love EC3. Now he's on the main roster. Good for him. Me and uh, Riddle. Mm-hmm. We're bros. Mm-hmm. Me and Riddles are yeah. me and the Riddle oh, yeah. are bros. Awesome. I think the Riddle's blown up a little bit more too, by the way, through the whole thing. So I don't know. Hopefully, I'll get to see him again. And then I just take it as I go because I don't know any of them really. So whenever they get up on the set, normally yeah. that's the first time I'm talking to them, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this guy either likes me or he doesn't because I think they all know about me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, just yeah. whether or not they like me or not. I got a message from Lars's people, hilarious on Twitter, Lars Sullivan, who uh, can't say it. He looks like Shrek. I said it in the first one, I, and it's what got me in trouble. He looks exactly like Shrek. He's just this—he's this beast of a man, like a, a just yep. a genetic freak. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what For he calls sure. himself—is yeah. the freak. He's a genetic freak. Yeah, and that's what I said to him. You know, I didn't say it to him. I said it to the TV. <laughs> Next day, I woke up from to a tweet from Lars saying, "I heard you had some disparaging things to say." <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> so then I go down to the next show and I see him. Uh-huh. And it's like I'm a fucking like a little nerd in high school. It's like I'm trying to stay away from this guy, trying to hide from him because I don't know if he's really pissed off at yeah, me or not. Yeah. So finally I, I built up enough courage. I was like, what would Evan Foxy do? <laughs> Smart. He gets, he gets bullied all the time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Lars is another example. He's another result of the uh, homo sapien having sex with a Neanderthal. <laughs> yeah, he's one yeah, of Brock Lesnar, yeah. Lars Sullivan. Yeah. <laughs> Who else do we say? Uh, 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 shit. You get it. Oh, uh, AQ. AQ Shipley. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a yeah. Neanderthal. Jason yeah. Witten? No, no, no. no. no, no. We're, not, we're talking about physical, not brain. Look at his brow next time. No, these Jason guys have giant heads. Giant, yeah, look, they, the you big can show. tell. Yeah, real yep, thick there it skulls. Is. Big shows. Yeah, big another, you yeah. get it. But you get it. So I finally built up enough courage to walk by him. Didn't even look at me. <laughs> Didn't even look at me. So now when I'm up on that stage and I'm doing that show, mm-hmm. and the way my brain works, everybody in here knows, I'm like two sentences ahead in the back of my brain, and then I'm just hoping that the rest of my brain catches uh-huh. up in between, and then the mouth does the thing. So there's been a couple of times on these takeover pre-shows where I have something cocked and loaded in the back. I'm like, oh, here we go. Let's mm. burn them down. And then somebody in my brain like whips out like a yield sign. It's like, yeah, we should think about this. And then I'm like, ah! 
don't. He's great. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> it's fucking awesome, man. It's really cool. I'm excited to get out there. Foxy's coming. Going to be filming behind the scenes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Foxy got a ba- uh, backstage pass. Oh, did nice. yeah. First time. Had to take a picture and everything. Yeah, oh, cool. Take a headshot for mm-hmm. it. I'll get your creds. Yeah, I'm very excited. Corbs, did yeah. you come through with our creds for uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, on the way. Oh, nice. Look at you, buddy. What comes first, the cars? Or the How about cars? the cars? Cars are we'll probably get those before the uh, credentials. <laughs> <laughs> cars are soon, boys. Buffalo soon. Wild Wings. I'm going to be doing some radio row stuff. Um, I have that um, Buffalo Wild Wings thing down at Radio Row both on Wednesday mm-hmm. and Friday mornings. Mm. So I think I'm going to be on Florio's show on mm-hmm. Wednesday. I think nice. he said he's awesome. trying to make a room. So I guess all these shows get booked like yeah, a they're... month out. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and we're trying to come in here like last well, week. Well, that's classic. Classic. <laughs> I'm happy Buffalo Wild Wings are on the same page as us. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy Buffalo Wild Wings are on the same page as us. But so we're trying to get in. Florio's, they, they asked Florio if I get on on Friday. I got a text from Florio. It was like, bud. Friday, we got like 35 Hall of Famers coming through the show. Is there any other day you can come? And I'm like, uh, and I do the old, dude, if you can't have me, no worries. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously going to remember that the next time we talk. (laughs) And he was like, he actually responded like, no, 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 no. He was like, we'll do something for digital and we won't have any time. I was like, let me see if we can go earlier in the week. So we're going to go Wednesday and Friday. So I'm excited to see what we come up with. And then we're posted up at Topgolf Mm -hmm. all afternoon. Mm Shooting some incredible live stuff with it's Wrangler. Great. I mean, oh, yeah. our Super Bowl week is about to be fucking awesome. dope. Yeah, mm-hmm. legit, legit. Mm-hmm. Legit. Wranglers. Mm-hmm. We're going live on all of our social medias and YouTube, right? Z. Yep. IG. Somebody would have to hold us. I mean, it's going to be like yeah, it's going to be a favorite a stop of all these people that go through on their little media tour. You know what I mean? It's yeah, going to be one of the, probably their favorite stop. I mean, I can hold a cell phone for IG. The only thing that IG won't have is the graphics, right? Correct. Right. Yeah, exactly. won't have. Well, why is Instagram got to fucking be like that, by the mm-hmm. way? Well, you Zuckerberg. said that your guy over at, uh, what do you call it, uh, GoPro, so there might be a uh, chance that Instagram's going to allow that. Yeah, I think GoPro might be the game changer for the Instagram. I, yeah. I don't know why Zuckerberg doesn't just like, yo, just do what everybody else is doing. Because we can stream mm-hmm. live on Periscope, YouTube, and, and Facebook. And Facebook. To, it's the, not marked, then. At the same times, if we want. Instagram yeah. is the only one that doesn't allow it. They exactly. have to be their own source. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess I respect that. I think they want to make it more personal. I think yeah, that's, I agree. Well, well, that makes sense. Yeah. They don't want it to be uh, doctored up and shit like that. But yeah. Wrangler is... No for every fucking model's picture. Wrangler's setting us yeah. up to do a celebrity charity shootout. Well, so it's the Wrangler celebrity charity shootout at Topgolf mm-hmm. where notables, both athletes and celebrities... Herschel Walker is locked in. That's one particular wow. person who's going to be in. Awesome. Some other names that I've been told that are coming... I don't even want to say because I don't want to let get, me down. Get. Mm. Get, get. Some big fucking names. <laughs> get. Get. That's your thing. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to let people down. I don't want to let me down. Normally, there if I put go. something out there, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to I don't want to let anybody down. But some very large names are thinking about coming. Like, through. for instance. I mean, if you were a for instance type of guy. Not a guy head guy. But like, a, I think Tessator is going to come through. Like, mm-hmm. I think, that, well, I think, cool. I think Tessator is going to come through. Good pull. Oh, yeah. And I'll be live on a microphone while Tessator is hitting 10 top golf shots yep. mm-hmm. to accrue points. Most points out of all the celebrities win $10,000 to their favorite charity nice. in their name. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. The whole thing, right? We're going to set up like Top Gear. If you've ever seen it, we're going to have a scoreboard for everybody that's come through throughout the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Wednesday. I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, we're just going to be posted up at that Top Golf in Atlanta. It's going to be in. An absolute fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't for wait sure. for it. We're going to turn it into a party. Yeah. Electric. Big party. It is. 
some really big names I've been told are coming. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be funner than last year. I, I mean, doing we radio had live morning. radio was awesome. Well, was live, it was awesome, but our time slot was tough. Correct. Yeah. 10 yeah. to 12 was tough. Yeah, we had to wake 10. up real early. Seven. <laughs> Drinking shots of whiskey with fish in them at like 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we had a pretty good party there. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, we oh, did. Yeah. We Top did. golf, we're going to be there all afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm pumped up. Big names. Big names. Ken. Ken. All right, let's play. You guess. I'll I'll say if I think they're coming. All right, Tony Romo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Tony Romo. He's not on the list that I've. AQ been Shipley. He's definitely in. I think he's playing for the Pat McAfee Foundation. Actually, oh, that's guys. his. Nice. Good it's a good ringer. Yeah. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is not. He's filming in Atlanta, though. Mm -hmm. So maybe we put out a couple feelers to get Will Smith over there to swing a couple Mm -hmm. fucking clubs. He might win the whole thing. Hey, bring Martin Lawrence over, too, guys. I'd love to see Martin Lawrence. Patty Mahomes. Snoop. I don't think possibly. Nice. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Is Vinatieri going down? Uh, He'll probably be down there for some company, and I would definitely blackmail him into (laughs) What about your your best friend? Aaron Rodgers? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess his name has been floated out there. <laughs> I guess his name has been floated out there. Perhaps. He's a big-time golfer. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He could probably win it, raise money. He he does that phila- uh, philanthropic stuff a lot. He would probably enjoy it. And we're going to be live during it. So awesome. I, I think the thing I like about it most is we're just going to be popping in live on yeah. people's social media things out of nowhere. Uh, hi, we're live with mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers at Top Golf. He's going to be mic'd up. I'll be doing an interview while he's doing the shots, be like a three to five minute thing. Winner gets money. I mean, it's a win. It's a win win. 18. I was, was going to say. He, oh. No, his name. I was going to say golf. I asked him to come on the show then I remember when he was in town. The game. <laughs> yeah. But we can get some Rams mm-hmm. and Aaron maybe, Donald, Penn Hills kid. Those names, there's names from those two teams. I don't think he's are, a big talker though. Yeah, but if he's just playing golf, yeah. I could talk. I mean, Edelman's, Edelman's a fan of the show, show, right? Yeah, but Pat, know. hold on. You play in a Super Bowl. If if it's Thursday, before the game, yeah. Did you have the av- availability to go out to Top Golf, so hit ten shots, and you're playing in a Super Bowl in three days? Well, I think they're practicing in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. That's the only issue. If it was later, like if we were setting up six to seven. Because they're probably still getting dinner with their families on Thursdays. You know what I mean? I think we could. I think I could swing somebody into like, hey, I think you should maybe just have dinner here. We'll get dinner for you. You know, I think I could talk them into it. Thursday though, any game week, man. Thursday, you're yeah. Thursday, Friday, you're with your family still. I mean, that's just the way it goes. You know, mm-hmm. kind of keep it as normal as possible, mm-hmm. as much as you can. That fucking Friday night before the Super Bowl was a wild moment. Just laying in bed. I can imagine. What about Saturday night? Saturday, we moved to a different hotel because Bill Polian didn't like the hotel we were in. Jeez. <laughs> he thought the hotel was too loud, so he moved us to a different hotel. So we pick up and move to like another hotel. That's a wild move. Yeah. Yeah. It you, was. You were probably really, really Probably would have right? won if you didn't. Oh. <laughs> Might have won too if we would have tried to go undefeated instead of losing. <laughs> yeah. You know, Amen. maybe there's some, tor- uh, some type of rhythm. I mean, was it a quieter hotel? Quieter hotel? Definitely a quiet hotel. I got a shit. I got a shitty fucking room. I mean, I was in a great room at the other one. Then we go to this new hotel, and it's just this tiny little old thing. Yeah, Chris. Could you, that after party simple. would have been incredible. Dope. That was a hell of a setup they had. The, the lobby, the back patio. It was like forty thousand square feet set up oh. for a party, basically Jeez. ready to go. Jim Irsay was going to play the guitar, I guess, on stage. I had heard afterwards. I mean, it was Paul gonna, McCartney was going to show up. We were, I don't know if McCartney, but I think there was somebody from uh, the Who that was going to come by. Pete Townsend, yeah, oh, yeah I believe somebody Jeez. from the Who was going to come. Nice. Good halftime show they they had that year. I was putting yeah. balls over. <laughs> 
That's pretty cool. I felt like, <laughs> I like definitely like go kick balls. Or What's like. your meals beforehand? Like leading up to it, you just doesn't matter. Or? I ate a like the same thing before every single game, both college and NFL. I didn't like eating much before games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rich Rod used to say, "Don't eat a lot, so you stay hungry." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a mental thing, not a physical thing. Rich, what you're looking for, you <laughs> interesting guy. I would make a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit sandwich. Oh, oh my gosh. Just one of them, though. It was just one of them. That's not I would crazy. Get, I'd get the scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. and then I'd go get the American cheese, mm-hmm. and then i get the bacon and put it on there. I would f- toast the biscuit, cut the biscuit in half, and then that was all I ate. Three pieces of bacon? Big meal after then? Uh, yeah, it was three. You got the X, and gotcha. then you got the one yeah, down yeah. the middle. Any ketchup, mayo, nothing? No. Oh, dry. Not, literally, like, the night before, I'd go ham, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd go in the night before because I knew I probably wasn't eating for another like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the night before I'd go very hard until the nutritionist came and changed. Uh, <laughs> changed they ruined everything. Well, I'm sure it made everybody perform at a Maybe. higher level. Maybe not. I don't know. I had a milkshake and <laughs> pizza the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. I was like, oh. I tried to diet this week. <laughs> Games tomorrow. Might as well eat like shit. Shit my brains out in the morning. <laughs> Ambien every night, night before the game. Mm-hmm. Always took an Ambien. Sure. Always. Watch Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. every single Saturday night because there's nothing else on TV, normally on the ambient. Still wondered why these people were on television. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the reason why I retired, to be honest. <laughs> Watching Saturday Night Live every week. Like, these motherfuckers are making a lot of money. Are they? They're terrible. <laughs> Put a camera in this room. We can do a better TV. <laughs> AQ borrowed my ambient one time. Mm-hmm. He was an easy sleeper. And he borrowed the ambient from me. He came down. He was like, you got an extra ambient? I'm like, I got you, man. So he goes back up in the room. I get a call from him an hour and 15 minutes later. It's a FaceTime, and his eyes are wide open. <laughs> He's like, bro, am I supposed to be tripping right now? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the walls. And I was like, what are you talking about? He said, I took the ambient. I didn't fall asleep. I think I fought it too much. And it feels like this hotel might fall over. <laughs> I was like, and what are you? He just close your eyes, man. He's like, how? And his eyes are like peeled open. I was like, just lay down, man. It's going to stop. And he was like, I don't know. And he just hung up on me. And then the next morning, I see him at breakfast. And he like walks in. You know, he's got his fucking Crocs on. Squeaking <laughs> around. Uh, yeah, I'm like, how did it end last night? And he was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> like, Good to see you, buddy. He's hilarious. The Pro Bowl is this weekend. Yes. We got into it there with Taylor Luan a little bit about the Pro Bowl, how nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. And now he is literally bartering deals for DNs. <laughs> My Pro Bowl experience was not a great one. I mean, I did not love it. I did not enjoy it. And mm-hmm. Clay Matthews tried to fucking ruin it completely. I mean, Clay Matthews mm-hmm. attempting to block a punt in a Pro Bowl. It's the biggest hard-o move I've ever experienced in yes. my entire life. Easy. Scumbag. I, I like wow. Clay Matthews. Is it harder than Sean Taylor absolutely wiping out? What's the name? Right. It's a game. fake punt. But he was actually running. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, he's actually running. Now, granted, I feel like Mormon should have maybe <laughs> zigged at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Just zigged he's at some point. He's so tiny, too. Bro, it's like if somebody sets up like a charge, like they're trying to take a charge, and you're at half court, <laughs> and you're running, and that person is just standing underneath the hoop. Uh-huh. That's almost what that is like because he comes fly- Taylor comes flying in from yeah, forty dude. yards away, and Mormon doesn't even think about avoiding him. It's just like there, two. It, there wasn't even a thought of avoiding him, and I think Sean Taylor was going to sell out regardless like, yeah, yeah. whether or not he moved or not. And it just so happened that Mormon chose not to move and got. Murdered and boy, the NFL loves posting that. <laughs> <laughs> loves it. It's not great for them. 
Uh, I wish we would have done a fake. I wish we would have done numerous. Should have. Well, nobody Horrible. on your team wants to try either. It's like who am I throwing <laughs> the, the yeah. fake yeah. to? Nobody on my team wanted to, to try either. I tried talking Andrew Luck into playing in the fourth quarter instead mm-hmm. of Andy Dalton because there was like a $30,000 bonus on the line. Mm-hmm. And we were down like six, I think, or like one score. J.J. Watt's on the sideline. Luck's on the sideline. T.Y.'s on the sideline. Everybody's on the sideline. And Andy Dalton's in the game for this game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. So I look at Luck. I'm like, why are you not in the motherfucking game? Were you not the first pick of this draft? Like, there's thirty thousand dollars on the line right now. Lucky Luck's like, no, no, no. Like he didn't want to be rude to Andy mm-hmm. Dalton or whatever. So JJ Watt pipes in. He goes, "You go in, I'll go in." I'm like, "Look, we got a tight end." <laughs> <laughs> Watt tight end. As I look around, anybody, I'll go in too. Man, you can put me a wide receiver. Well, I'll go in. You want to? And Andrew just walks away like pissed off. And then Andy does what Andy does. We lose. Mm-hmm. I think he's real pick. I don't know what happened. And I go to Andrew and I go, "Thanks." And I just walked away. <laughs> and that's roughly our last conversation. I think I think you could have talked one gunner. That's all you needed was one gunner into a fake. I know. It would have been nice. It? But that gunner is getting blocked by the other special teams guy. Who's not trying? No, he he is trying. That guy's only there. For, it was Slater, I think, was on the other team. And we had Justin Bethel. So those two special teams guys, yeah, yeah. they are – those two are trying. Because like, ah. that's their, their only role is there for that. And there's no way – like – our guy Bethel, I think, tried to block Vinatieri's field like extra point, and they put the skinny uprights in the day of the game. Vinatieri had no idea that they were going to put in skinny uprights, so they they actually did it for the Pro Bowl. They made smaller uprights. Vinatieri missed like an extra point and something else. Oh. It was the year he was almost perfect too, like, yeah. the greatest year of his fucking career. And as soon as he gets out for the Pro Bowl, they make like these gimmick fucking uprights. He's like, "What is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this?" It was like arena league uprights uh-huh. they put in. Yeah. It was bullshit, absolute bullshit. He wasn't on my team either. He was on the other team. Would have been nice to get a photo, you know, maybe hold a ball for him in Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe him cheer me on while Clay Matthews trying to block a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, he was cheering for Clay Matthews. <laughs> Thanks, NFL. Uh, you got it. Glad you had a good time. I had a great time. Wish we could have you back. Yeah. I sat out the last one. Mm-hmm. Taylor Lewan made fun of people that sit out yeah, of the, the Pro Bowl. You were injured, though. I did. I did have a dislocated kneecap. Mm-hmm. But Ursay did the right thing. Ursay did a really cool thing. I, get, I had a substantial bonus for me to make a pro bowl Mm -hmm. added into my last contract and i made the pro bowl but i had a dislocated kneecap and i couldn't walk for the last like six weeks where any day i would kick in practice or a game i just couldn't walk afterwards i was just in bed miserable completely fucking miserable getting fined for fucking photos (laughs) uh, during thanksgiving like just everything was all signs were pointing towards like i hate everything about this so then i make the pro bowl uh, with wow, miserable, dislocated kneecap. I have a great year, probably the best year of my life, and I was like so excited. I'm like, cool, I made it. It's a huge bonus too. Mm-hmm. I get a huge bonus here. This is awesome. So I go in the next day for the trainers uh, after our season ends, a week before or a couple weeks before the Pro Bowl, and I go, can I get that scan for my knee? The thing fucking hurts. I can't walk. Yeah, find out. Dislocated kneecap. That was when I found out. I didn't know earlier in the year. I was like, oh shit, like this is a real problem. And they're mm. like, yeah, this is a real surgery. You're going to have need real surgery. I was like, uh, okay. But I answered that I could play mm-hmm. next week if there was a game. So if we were in the playoffs the next week, could I play? I was like, yeah, I've been playing on this for six fucking weeks. I could play. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, but since you said you could play, like to get your bonus, you have to play in a Pro Bowl. I'm like, well, I'm not training for three fucking weeks and not being able to walk. Fuck them. That's what I said. I said, fuck them. I won't go. So then word got back to Ursay 
that I wasn't going to the Pro Bowl. And obviously his law team or legal team was like, uh, we don't have to pay him mm -hmm. the bonus because yeah. he said he could play and he's choosing not to. And then all of a sudden, like three days later, before the Pro Bowl even happened, I, I had my Pro Bowl check showed up at my house. You made the Pro Bowl, bro. Yeah. And, you made uh, the Pro Bowl. I was like, holy shit. Like, I was saying, really cool, because I know there's a lot of people in that building that were trying to get him not to fuckking pay me. Fuckers. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Those people are gone, by the way. But because uh, <laughs> I didn't play in it, he, he, was, he sent it to me. It was very cool of him, though. That was just like a moment. Awesome. Yeah, but like, you made the Pro Bowl, bro. You made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Every, all fucking all, every media person wanted Marquette to make that. Every I was having a year of my life, and every every single fucking talk show was like, ah, best burner, best burner in game. Andy dances and has uh, character and charisma too. And I'm like, these motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I mean, I like Marquette a lot, but I was like, I'm having the year of a maybe the history of football. Mm -hmm. What gets you through that pain? Because like you're. Broken knee, uh, basically. Tore it all. Tore it all, and then I would take some Advil. But I had to practice. So my issue was I had to practice. So if I didn't practice, I didn't have confidence going mm -hmm. into the game. So, like, I had to practice. It was like a – it was a nightmare. Because I wasn't going to go into Pro Bowl and just shit all over myself. Because I was like, I – you know, Probably, I'm yeah, just going to yeah, be yeah. terrible. You know, perform. Yeah. So I have to practice for yeah. the next three weeks. So that means I'm, I'm going to – I'm going to kick a ball, and then I'm going to be bedridden, basically, for the first Ooh. three weeks of my offseason. And I was like, eh, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And my mom and dad were like, just three more weeks? We can't just do three more weeks? Where was that one at? Orlando. Mm. Still wasn't a while. Was yeah. it kicking leg? Is that a dumb question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. was kicking leg. By the way, my orthopedic surgeon gave me a lot of compliments. He said, if people were to look at this x-ray, they would wonder how they walk, let alone how they make the Pro Bowl punting a ball with this feet. <laughs> I was like, thank you. That means, look, you put that on paper. <laughs> so I can put that on my fridge. Maybe get my dick sucked. <laughs> you see this? You see this right here? Yeah. So that's the whole thing. That's life. Uh, it's great. Check out the Pro Bowl this weekend or not. Actually, check out the NXT TakeOver pre-show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Time's that at. I'm going to have a good time. I think it's 6 or 6.30, maybe 6.15. Um, it's on every WWE social though. They play it on their mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter. Mm -hmm. They play it everywhere. Yeah, YouTube. And then the takeover itself, which is directly after, is electric. These humans do Cirque du Soleil type shit. It's next level professional wrestling, sports entertainment. You you have to get the network to watch that though, which mm -hmm. is free for new subscribers. Free, free. for new subscribers. Uh, for a month, you also get the Elimination Chamber if we're going to go into full mm -hmm. cell there. But the pre-show is broadcasted on a lot of social media platforms. So Saturday, 6.15, maybe 6.30, you're a little bored, go ahead and scroll on over there. I'm going to be looking relaxed but professional. And I think I got some zingers. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to work them in, but I think I got some zingers. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm I think it'll be on. cool. Saturday, Saturday afternoon, got some football too. Senior Bowl. Oh, yeah? I played in the Senior Bowl. Friday afternoon. Down in Mobile. NHL All-Star Skills Competition. Nice. Hey. And that's... Hockey talk. Hockey talk. <laughs> I got 6 p.m. I like the skills challenge, though. Yeah, yeah. It's the best thing. The All-Star Every sport should watching, only do skills challenge. That's all they should do. Besides the baseball. Baseball could play the game. Yeah, that but the NBA All-Star Skills Challenge, awesome. The Dog. MLB Skills Challenges, Awesome. Mm -hmm. Give oh, it a yeah. home run derby. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Maybe you get some outfielders trying to throw a ball into a bucket. Yeah. Maybe you can yeah. add some yeah. more yeah. to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, granted, the game matters. 
Whatever. No, it doesn't anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. So the game doesn't even matter. No. Like the NFL, just give them a bunch of skills challenges because mm-hmm. there's I enough. Agree. There's enough pride in those locker rooms. Mm-hmm. You can get some people to try in these skills challenges. Mm-hmm. Like, who's the fastest guy in the NFL? Which they used to do the fastest. The fastest guy in the NFL is going to want to prove that he's the fastest mm-hmm. guy in the NFL. It's just the way every single conditioning, every single workout ends is if somebody says they're the fastest, who won it? This is just standard operation that they race. It's just the only way you handle it. Why not take advantage of that, knowing that they're going to give effort and pride is on the line? Maybe give them a little extra money for yeah. it. Let them oh, do yeah. that. Would you watch fastest pitcher? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if a pitcher they is They would about- never do that. Never. They'd yeah, fucking Terry. pull yeah. fucking Tommy John right after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if they did longest punt, you're probably going to that Pro Bowl for three sure. weeks later. Well, and I, I wanted to do the quarterback. I asked if I could get in the quarterback challenge. Oh. Because that was the first year where they started with the real quarterback mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I would like to be in that. Is there any way I could be in that? And they were like, uh, quarterbacks only. I was like, okay, and I can't walk? <laughs> I'm fucking out. I am out. I like the NHL skills challenge because they do hardest shot and shit. Yeah, yeah hardest yeah. shot, fastest skater, all that good stuff. Accuracy. Accuracy is my favorite. When they're breaking plates. Oh, yeah. Love it. I like the NHL skills challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy that we had on? Jonathan? Todd? John Scott. John Scott. Todd. I don't know how Todd. <laughs> John Scott was the MVP of an Correct. All-Star game. Yep. Yeah. I think he's going to come on the show again pretty soon. He was good. Nice. Whenever hockey gets good again. He almost mm-hmm. fucking yeah. died recently. What? He fell into a lake, frozen lake. Wow. He lives right down the street from my brother. I okay. mean, fun fact. I don't want to one-up every situation. Yeah, go okay? ahead. It's hard to do this. But I also fell through a lake as a child. Whoa. Yeah. As a child. Mm. You didn't have your cinder wow. block. <laughs> I wasn't attached to a cinema. I wasn't doing it for strategy purposes, like you. Yeah, that's what happens when you, when you don't. You fall in. See, I fell through because I didn't have the cinder block yeah. on my ankle, Correct. like a digs. Right. What were you trying to find out? I'd make sure I would throw the cinder block out to make sure that uh, the ice was thick enough to walk on. And then you would just mm-hmm. scurry up behind it, yeah, pick yeah. it up, throw it again. Yeah, so not thinking, no, I, I might have just cracked all the ice that I'm, I'm getting ready to walk, to walk toward. And I'm about to get dragged <laughs> to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, why was it tied? It was very you cold. You can't lose it. It was a very cold one. It's hindsight's 50 50. I was also moving. tied to a tree, though, on the shore, so. We'd have been fine. What a way. tear job that was. Yes. <laughs> cinder block dragging you down and the tree holding you up. Wasn't I a fell smart through. Time in my life. I fell through the ice though. Like actually fell through the fucking scary ice. Scary as fuck. My dad took us ice fishing. Me and my brother way out in the middle of the pond, mm-hmm. and he parked obviously on land. Mm-hmm. And I went to walk back to grab something to drink, and I was all by myself. I had the keys in my hand too oh, for the car. Oh jeez. Oh. oh yeah. I get like 15 feet from shore, probably 10 feet from shore. Crack, I go right down, like all the way to my titty. I go all the way into my titty, and I'm just holding the keys up in the air. I'm just holding the keys up in the air like this, and the rest of the lake starts making like some obvious noise, like, oh, this child just fell into the water. It's a real freak out moment. Yeah, and my head's outside, like on top of the thing, but my body's down. But you're athletic, though. Pretty athletic, yeah. yeah. I didn't have a hole in my eardrum at this time either, so I'm pretty comfortable. But it was cold as a motherfucker now. It's like crazy. Tim McAfee, looking like how he looks now, but probably a little bit more ripped up, sprints across the ice and they they tell stories about like his footprint from him sprinting was like it looked like Bigfoot was sprinting <laughs> snags me 
with one hand and pulls me out nice. and like drops me on shore basically in a full sprint. No and shit. Then Legend. They, and they take off all my clothes, mm-hmm. they wrap me up in a bunch of towels, mm-hmm. sit me in the car, turn on the heater, and then my dad goes back to fishing. <laughs> <laughs> For like another like hour. That's great. <laughs> he came back and like, checked on me, like, you good? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, we got like 10 more minutes. <laughs> I'm bringing that story up. Yeah, he was awesome, man. Oh, on the drive down. He yeah. literally just, yeah, Zito and my dad are driving to Atlanta because <laughs> we've right. got a bunch of shit for the Wrangler Celebrity Charity Shootout. <laughs> just grabbed me, snagged me out of the fucking water. It's incredible. It was it was electric. That Senior Bowl, though, that Senior Bowl was uh, a, it was good in theory. Mm-hmm. For me, it fucked Where's me. Where's that, Mobile? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The home of Mardi Gras, Mobile, Alabama. Oh, was that the and the Leprechaun. That's what Mobile says. They Anybody see the leprechaun say yeah? Say yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that senior bowl was bullshit for me, though. I didn't get invited to the combine, so getting invited to the senior bowl was uh-huh. a huge deal for me. Yeah. Field goal kicking. And when you field goal kick, somebody has to hold the ball for you. Mm-hmm. Thomas Morstead, who is now the punter for the Saints, good friend of mine, was the senior bowl south. I was on the south team. I don't know why, to be honest. West Virginia, I yeah, guess. But he was the holder. And he had never held before, and nobody played catch with Thomas Morstead growing up. He had the worst fucking hands. <laughs> and day one of the practice, day one of the senior bowl practice, Thomas, who's a friend of mine at this point, is like, Pat, I am not a good holder. And they just like are forcing him to hold because normally punters yep. are holders. That's just the way it goes. So the first day of practice, the snaps are coming back. Jake Ingram was their snapper. He uh, got drafted to the Patriots, but he got cut because he snapped the ball too hard. Right? So really? He, he, no, fa- he snapped the ball too hard. He was too, it was just a hard fucking wow. snap. So Thomas Morstead was back here just taking bullets. <laughs> so he would, the ball would just like fly back, hit his hand. Jake Ingram, incredibly, he was a talented guy. Something happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. Something happened to him, but he snapped the ball way too hard. Like he, people told him that. It would hit Thomas's hands. It would bounce on the ground. And he would pick it up and hold it, and then I would kick. And this is my only time to kick for NFL mm-hmm. scouts, right? Mm-hmm. Only time. This is it. So we would have like seven minutes before practice starts when the scouts are at the field for the field to be used for special teams. Mm-hmm. So punt and field goal has to happen at the same time. This is the only time the scouts are going to see you. Even if the field is empty for two hours before the practice starts, there's no scouts there. It's just me on the field. So these field goal periods turned into these fuck. It was it was like a circus. It was it, the ball gets snapped back and hit Thomas like in his fucking face, and then he put it down, <laughs> and then I would kick it, and it was like I did pretty well. Uh-huh. I was making kicks; they were going through, but it wasn't like a NFL ball, you know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't going. It was it was a tough thing. Whenever you have a bad hold, it's a tough operation. Thomas felt so terrible. Like Thomas felt so bad because he's such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He has since learned how to hold. He holds now, but for the first five years of his career, he didn't hold. They had uh, who's the guy that played for the Bears? Mitch Daniels. They had Mitch Daniels hold. It. Chase know. Daniel. Chase Daniel. Mitch. Mitch was the governor. Former governor. They had Chase Daniels holding because Thomas couldn't hold. He couldn't catch. So it was a complete shit show. Complete shit show every single time. And then during practice, there was nowhere to kick. Mm-hmm. So I was just standing on the sideline for two and a half hours while this practice was happening. <laughs> Nobody talking to me. Just standing there. Just me and Thomas Morstead just standing there for two and a half hours. And then we get on a bus, go back to the hotel. Nobody would talk to me. Go to my room. Wake up. Next day, I have seven minutes to kick in front of the scouts. Holder can't hold. Got no shot. Oh, <laughs> got no, no fucking shot. Got no shot. So during the practice, I started like playing catch with Jake Ingram. Mm-hmm. 
And I started doing like one one handed snacks. I was like, at least I could show off that I'm a little bit of an athlete, you know. Yeah, yeah, the ball. Yeah. So then I get back after one of the practices, and one of the scouts from the team says, uh, asked me if I I was taking it serious enough since I was playing catch during the practice. <laughs> well, and I was like, well, I thought it was a way to kind of stay active since I couldn't kick any balls. He was like, oh, okay, and then he walks off. Like so, I'm like, oh, there it is. I'm not gonna make the NFL because <laughs> oh, I played catch. Luck. So in my mind, the Senior Bowl was like this huge the opportunity worst. for me. It was like the biggest thing ever. I'm gonna go kick a couple seventy yard field goals. I'm gonna fucking just bomb it here. We'll do good. I'm not going to the combine, so this is my only shot. And in turn, it was just like the biggest clusterfuck in the history. I talked to the Cincinnati Bengals coach. His name's Darren mm-hmm. Simmons, I believe. Darren Simmons, friend of mine now. He was the coach of the North. The Bengals were the coach of the North, Jaguars coach of the South. They had just fired their special teams coach, too, so we didn't have a special teams coach. <laughs> so literally, it was just, <laughs> just it was a full-on waste of fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we did meetings with the North coaches, though, because they couldn't see the practices because they were with the North team the entire time. So I sit down with Darren, the Bengals special teams coach, and he goes, so what are you? Are you a kicker or are you a punter? Because you got to be one or the other. I was like, I don't know. I think I can do both. I think I have the talent to do both if I was given the opportunity. I think He said, well, you're in the senior bowl as a kicker. So if I were you, I would never punt a football again. That's what he said to me, exact words. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll take that to heart. I appreciate you so much. You know, this is an NFL special teams coach. This guy's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, he, he starts talking to me more because I could tell he's like one of, he was a guy, like a good guy, you know? He, mm-hmm. We were having a good conversation. He was a good dude. And he was like, I run the drills at the Combine, too. I'm excited to see you. I was like, oh, I'm not invited to the Combine. He was like, how are you in the Senior Bowl and you're not invited to the Combine? You have to be the only person in the Senior Bowl. I was like, I am. Yeah, I actually am. <laughs> I am the only person in the Senior Bowl that is not going to the I think it was like me and maybe one other person. He was like, I'm going to try to get you in there. I was like, thank you. He tried. It didn't work out. So I didn't punt. I didn't punt. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. I was like, this NFL coach just told me not to do it. Focus yeah. on this. We'll do this. So then obviously the coach drafted me to punt. It's like a whole fucking moment. <laughs> oh, okay, we got to punt. And then our first playoff, our first preseason, our first preseason ends against the Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. right? And by that point, I had already won my job. I, they cut Tim Masthey. The first uh, preseason game, I hit two 60-yard punts. Like my first two punts for the Colts were 60 yards and like 63 Wait yards. Wait a minute, Tim Masthey. Yeah, he's punter for the Packers. He was on mm-hmm. the he was Well Hunter Smith was it was Hunter than you, wasn't it? Yeah, Hunter was cut. Tim Mastey was brought in uh to compete against me in my rookie year. Gotcha. Special teams coach told me to my face I wanted them to draft Tim. Bill Polian wanted you, so we're bringing Tim in to compete with you. I was like, oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> nice. confidence. Yeah. I also have to learn how to fucking punt. Tim <laughs> is a natural punter. That's awesome. So that whole thing happens. Then we go through. I win the job. Second game was average. I was trying to hit another 60-yarder. Mm-hmm. So it was like I didn't do as great. Third game I did well. Final games against the Bengals. And in warm-ups, Darren, the special teams coach for the Bengals, walks over to me, you know, and I go, well, thank God I fucking punted a ball again, huh? I would have had a fucking job. And he starts laughing. He said, I would have never guessed. He said, I would have never guessed. And he and I just have like, from that moment forward, it's like a really good, really cool relationship. Mm-hmm. And Joe DeCamillis, who was with the Cowboys, he wanted me to do all three. 
He wanted me to do all three. He wanted me to come kick for the Cowboys and then eventually punt and kick off. And every time we played against Joe DeCamillis and any team that he was coaching for, he was like, I still think you could be the guy that could do all three. I'm like, thanks, but my knees are saying no. (laughs) So I still have a little unfinished business with field goal kick. And we talked about this the other day. If this business has a good run for like the next five to ten years and we make enough where I can cash out, Mm -hmm. I would not be surprised if I kick a field goal for some league somewhere, probably the NFL if I – can build up these legs long enough but yeah the whole senior bowl to nfl process was crazy for me. and then i missed the fucking flight to the espn skills challenge the day after the senior bowl <laughs> because we shut down fucking mobile alabama me and jake the long snapper went out with like my dad and some other people shut down the motherfucking bar flight was supposed to be at 7 a.m out of mobile alabama to orlando for the espn skills challenge I didn't wake up till probably 8.30 or 9. <laughs> I looked like a terrible person. I was like, great. I just had the worst week of my life, and now I just missed the flight for an ESPN thing. Uh, There's no shot I go there, but we burned that town down. <laughs> we had a good time. I showed up 20 minutes before the skills challenge started. I didn't even know the rules. I had to ask fucking for the rules. Graham Gadeau was there. I was like, what are the rules? <laughs> uh, you just got to do it all in a certain amount of time. I was like, are we, do we take steps? He's like, well, that's part of the strategy. I was like... I don't think I've ever rushed through like eight kick. What do you think I got to do? He was like, I don't know yet. I was like, did you guys get a practice? And he's like, yeah, earlier day. I was like, <laughs> right. great. Right. I'll go won it, by the way. Of course. Was Connor yeah. Lee in that tour? Was it just you and Yeah, Gino? Connor was in there because Connor was texting me from the rules thing. He's like, where the fuck are you? I was like, oh, Bob, Mobile Alabama only has like four or five flights out of it a day. <laughs> I, I got to go to this place to get to Orlando. Connor was like, all right, here's the rules, basically breaking it all down to me. I missed all the swag, so they gave out a bunch of swag to everybody. Oh, no. But by the time I got there, there was nothing left, so it was like, uh, it was already picked through. Everybody went back for their second, so I got nothing. I got nothing from the ESPN Skills Challenge. A couple smalls left. Yeah, exactly. I got, I got a size 15 Under Armour shoe, size 15 Under Armour boots. Uh. And I think that was about it. Maybe it was a medium shirt, I think. Yeah, it was wild. It was uh, my whole NFL process was awesome. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it worked out. But I did win the Around the World Challenge. Oh, there you go. That was the first one. And then there was a long distance one that I should have won. I pushed them 50 yard to right. Graham Gano won it. But yeah. I was swinging, though. I mean, I was, mm-hmm. I mean, I was still partially pretty hungover from Mobile. Alabama. I bet, yeah. So the swing lube was, you know, like when was you're it golfing, it yeah. was still in there. I was whacking footballs. Yeah. That around the world thing was pretty cool. I think we still have some, my parents have some footage of mm-hmm. it. They played it. And McShay, mm-hmm. Todd, mm-hmm. Todd, yep. Todd, mm-hmm. <laughs> he picked me to win. Oh, it's good. All right. And I think there's even like a slight, I think one of them make like a slight comment, like the guy who missed like all of the meetings, the, the guy flight? that didn't show up on time. Billy <laughs> 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 McShay was like, yeah. Well, we saw he- McShay out one time here for uh, the Combine. Very nice guy. Very yeah. nice guy. He seemed like a great mm-hmm. dude. He picked me to win it. I like that. I was good for you. Hey, man. we got to go when Combine's here, we got to go to the OTB, which is literally like, oh, what, six blocks away from here, if that? Every coach, well, every assistant coach, they're betting on horses. Is is in the, is at the OTB during the combine? It's great. Really? really? What's uh, OTB? Off track betting. So betting like, on horses. Like I go in really? there, sexy Rexy's in there. He's in Buffalo. He's got his whole crew with him. I mean, everybody, Rexy, right? Yeah, everybody's. Hey, there. I've heard his name potentially. Now he's got a new job, though. Yeah, but I saw that no, uh, he didn't get it. Yeah, that they were like there was some blowback on ESPN. That he hasn't been offered the Chiefs. Yeah, job someone yet. else got it. 
So he was trying to do the uh, classic Gruden. Someone else was off. Rex yeah. Ryan was trying to do the classic Gruden where Gruden would always Spagnola. tell. There it is. Yeah, Spagnola. Spagnola. Gruden would always release information that some team was looking yep. to hire him through ESPN. And mm-hmm. then ESPN would have to renegotiate his contract for Monday Night Football to pay him more. Rex Ryan was trying to do that? I, I think so, yeah. Okay, I just want to let you know that if Rex Ryan is doing this Wrangler thing, we will get to the bottom. <laughs> 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 we will get to the bottom of that. Rex Ryan's one of the most intriguing humans on earth, though. Guy said he didn't even feel bad for Cody Parker. Like you didn't even feel bad for the guy. Like you didn't even. Like you didn't. Not a little bit. You didn't feel world. bad for him. I mean, he feels terrible yeah. about it. Like I'm not even talking about him being a kicker. I'm not right. talking about him being a just quarterback. As a human just feel, as a human, yeah. you didn't even feel bad for him. That's an interesting. I think Cody said that's his job, right? To make that like. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> but if somebody's somebody yeah. like, like little, I felt bad for Tom Brady. <laughs> I felt bad for Tom Brady when he dropped that pass on Super yeah. Bowl. Uh-huh. I felt that was his job. I didn't. Yeah, fuck him. I did. Sorry. You felt bad for yourself. Wow. No. All right. So you guys just have no compassion. None for Not him. Not for him. Not for him, yeah. Why? There's a lot of things Too go good. his People. way. His life is Too fine. Good. Whether he, if he catches that pass or not, his life is fine. Well, he ain't. Go. Win. No way. He ain't. Stop. Going nowhere. Where? You fucked up the <laughs> when we go slower I'll never listen know. to that song again in my life was that him saying that Gronk isn't retiring no I think it's just them doing the they're gonna the take still Gronk here. Out back. Yeah, they're, they're gonna they're take Gronk here. out back and fucking shoot him after this season whoa, uh, I whoa. think I, I mean granted if the Chiefs do win that game Gronk definitely comes back because that interception goes off his hands into whoever catches it just like Drew Brees Drew Brees cannot retire yeah after what has happened, both Diggs mentioned the Minneapolis oh. miracle mm-hmm. and then the blown call is how mm-hmm. the last two seasons of Super Bowl-ready Saints teams have lost. That's terrible. Drew Brees can't retire. There might have been a chance. Gronk, same thing, couldn't retire there yeah. if that happens. But now, I mean, bet three Super Bowls in a but row. that song well. does says, we ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. This year. That's why they were going to put that in. No, but then, yeah. it says, <laughs> but then it says bad boys for life. Uh-huh. You know? Bad boys for life. Mm-hmm. Todd, I didn't know you had rap skills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> break them out. Your fucking radio voice. <laughs> oh, that's right. Best. It is the best. Those rap skills. <laughs> Have an incredible weekend. We all appreciate you so much. Heartland Radio 2.0 tomorrow. Big thanks to Taylor Lewan. Hashtag Endgang, hashtag Endgame. Send us in what you think my outfit looks like. Ooh. He or she who is closest to what my actual outfit looks like will win a $100 gift card to store.pepex. Nice. <laughs> Where you can buy a pub membership. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Big time. Sales dwindling. It's almost like they're at capacity. Comes with a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Sales dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> sales dwindling. <laughs> it's almost like you guys are at max uh, capacity. The next round is coming out right now. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day, we got some heat coming. Oh, yeah. Heat. Be ready heat for coming. it. Oh, we yeah. got some St. Patrick's Day heat coming. Mm-hmm. It's my entire life, I've been taught that St. Patrick's Day is just like Christmas. It is. Just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Tim McAfee, actually, whenever he was running his own operation, it was the only day he shut down operation was for St. Patrick's Day. This is a huge holiday for this business. Yeah. St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day is a huge holiday. It's for beer this. Christmas. And it's our job to supply you with incredible stuff to wear mm-hmm. so you can win St. Patrick's Day just like we're going to yeah. for the 31st straight year. Mm-hmm. Gorman, I don't know about Gorman. Well, I, the last St. Patty's Day that I celebrated, I spent you know 
22 hours in jail. I don't look at it fondly as you guys. <laughs> By the way, that's St. Patrick's Day. Those types of things can happen yeah. to St. Patty's. You just Part of the go fun. Oh, yeah. And as somebody who has celebrated St. Patrick's Day in Ireland and in America, nice. very happy that I'm celebrating it in America. Mm-hmm. Ireland, they do celebrate it, but it's like all night before. All night before, into the morning, and then a parade <laughs> happens and everybody sleeps. Mm. So, like, I was in a town where the night before the bar was open all night. Mm. We are at the bar all night, and then the morning you're, like, trying to keep it going. And then the parade happens, and then the entire town is quiet. Mm. Everybody just goes to sleep wow. right after that. So it's much different. Yeah. You know, St. Patrick's Day is a kegs and eggs right. holiday here mm-hmm, in America. Mm-hmm. There in Ireland, they go all through the night. Now, granted, some other towns in Ireland might do it differently. That was just the town mm-hmm. that I was in. And I was also called a stupid Yankee 45 times. <laughs> stupid Yankees. You don't even like the Yankees. Every one of What's them. What's that? You don't even like the Yankees. I don't mind the Yankees, just for future reference. That wouldn't happen in Italy, by the way. <laughs> no, we would never do that. Ireland was oh. the worst I've been treated, aside from France, obviously. Paris, mm-hmm. I was treated. Because if you want to know how somebody feels about America, I've said this. You just send me into that country because <laughs> I look exactly like a stereotypical American. Mm-hmm. I, everything I wear is stereotypical American. You the way I carry American. myself is a stereotypical American. And then when you drop me in a foreign country, I can tell you immediately the pulse on how they feel about it. The America. French are the worst. The, the worst. worst. Absolute worst, the worst. on earth. You're no, French, no. aren't you? Now, granted, that might You're not French, be, aren't you? No. Hey, that might not be. That might not be to everybody. No. But as a stereotypical-looking American, mm-hmm. I have been treated very poorly in the French country, the France country. Yeah. Morocco, a French-speaking country, treated me well. Mm-hmm. They like. I was treated everywhere well, well everywhere except for France. Yeah, fuck them. Do you add an accent when you're over there so they don't think no, you're American? I don't. No. I do. See, when I which walk, is a shame because Paris yeah, but, is gorgeous. Yeah, but I think when you're over there, you kind of have a little like Middle Eastern thing going on. They're probably scared a little bit. I have an American accent there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so what happens when I walk into a place? Everybody just looks at me, mm-hmm. and they go, "Up, oh, there's an American right there." Like, <laughs> and literally, as soon as I walk in, you see the entire like in Ireland, it's all pubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all pubs. They got live music like in the corner. It's a pub. There's a tiny little dance they floor. They play the fiddle. And there's a bunch. It's either a fiddle or somebody on a piano yeah. or a guitar or something like that. In the I walked into a couple places in these small little towns. And li- the person playing the music even stopped. They like looked at me and were like, <laughs> uh, look at this fucking Yankee here. And I'd walk up to the bar. I wouldn't get service. They would serve everybody else. It's like, yo, I could see you. And then he finally come over to me. And they would say, Yankee, what do you want? And I was like, I'll take a Guinness, man. I guess that's what I'm drinking here. I mean, that's what your guys' drink or whatever. And they'd get like a deep sigh. And he would slide it over <laughs> to me. And then they would throw like the fucking check at me. And I'm like, my name is Patrick McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Can we get a little bit of a homecoming here? Like, uh, uh, we're in County Cork. Have a little respect for my grandparents. Jesus. They were assholes to me, though. They really were. You go to the wrong bar, and that's exactly how it was. It was. Yeah. I, I've never felt more uncomfortable in some places than in France. Try walking into a bar in Ireland with you know six long hairs. Let's go have a beer. Yeah. Everybody's in there. Wrong. They're just like <laughs> record stops. Hairs. What are long hairs? <laughs> long, guys with long hair in the band. You know, long hairs. Oh yeah, mm. but they love American music. Yeah, not not all of them. The, the lead singer was hawking loogies on the was spitting on the window because we were treated so bad. So that's the reason why I... Yeah, exactly. Because you're fucking people. Not long mine. Hairs. You and long, long hairs. Long hairs. Yeah. Ruined it for all of us. That's what you guys call the band's people? The long, long hair. hairs? Yeah, long hair. <laughs> Grab a long hair. We got to, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> so you're the reason why I was treated like shit. Now. Probably. <laughs> 
There was one guy that like followed me out. I went to another place. And he like followed me into the place. That was a and buddy, a buddy like, of mine. That's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are you? I actually stopped and told him. I was like, why are you following me, man? And he was like, hey, I'm not following you, mate. And I'm like, you, yep, you clearly are. <laughs> And then that was like, is there a problem? And it's like, I'm not going to start a fight in this guy's fucking yeah. town. You try two-stepping him, chuke him out? No, Maybe I'm that's why you didn't go and accept their customs. I think you're supposed to go there, get drunk, and fight. Yeah, I think well, I, oh, I, I did there. get drunk now. Let's did, not. Wait, is Fox going to say he fought there? No, no, no. But when I was there, literally a 14-year-old kid yeah. ran up to another 14-year-old kid, socked him in the face, ran away, and the kid just started crying, and everyone just acted just like it was normal. Hi. Everybody there was drunk. Now, that, that is the most stereotypical mm-hmm. stereotype that is 100% accurate. Yes. <laughs> Everybody I saw in Ireland was drunk. There was a 90-year-old man who was trying to get out of the pub we were in <laughs> like this, and he was spinning on the wall, and they had the door open. He got to it, and it just, like, literally, wham, disappeared out the fucking door. And the whole place had, like, a laugh like that, ha, 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 and then right back to it. And then that guy stood up probably an hour and a half later. <laughs> had no idea and just walked away. I was like, man, this place is wild. He probably came back, like, nine hours later. There was a guy like that at the bar we used to go to in Pittsburgh. It would just fucking stumble out like that every single time. We the were wall there. was literally holding him up. Like <laughs> he, he was holding. At one point, that I wanted that to be me, older in life. Not anymore. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Big goals. Still a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Don't do it. Just to be a. You don't know how it's gonna end up. Just to be a regular at a bar. Or a town drunk. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. wore mm-hmm. pretty much the same outfit every day. I think his name was Frank. Ironically he enough, he was drinking vodka straight. Drink vodka. On a, yeah, vodka straight. Vodka neat. Sometimes on the rocks. Wow. I think we like that guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a miserable prick, though. <laughs> Never would have guessed, right? I feel like if you're drinking like that every day, yeah. there's yeah. something you're trying to keep down there. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that was literally the entire country of Ireland. <laughs> Blarney Castle was a bunch of bullshit, too. Didn't go. see the Blarney Stone. Yeah. We got to kiss it. it. You got to kiss it. Yeah, Blarney but you got to stand in it. What they don't tell you about is this circular stairs way that you have to do in an old-time castle. Yeah. That's built for fucking like Foxy to get through. Yeah. And you just got to go like inch by inch because there's an entire line of you Americans trying to kiss mm-hmm. this little fucking stone <laughs> that literally they do this to. Guess it. Yeah. And <laughs> then you walk and then. You know it. locals are fucking spitting on that too because they know Americans are coming to kiss it. Oh, they shit on it. Yeah, but they got, a, they got a little towel that they do this to, so oh. I know it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if there was an elevator for locals and they just put all like the, <laughs> all the Americans go up that stairway. That was where I saw the blind guy. I saw a blind guy sightseeing. I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> 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 Have a great weekend. Everyone Radio 2.0 tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs> Everyone look to your left. <laughs> you guys looking.